0: Hello, welcome to episode 147 of the Casual TryHard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And uh, you can see us if you go to YouTube. Hi. Hi, yeah. So this I was is, waving. Yes. For those you of you who are aren't watching. This is our special video episode where we go over the cards from the new set, Innistrad, Crimson Val. Um mm-hmm. It seems as though Wizards has decided they're going to give us a new set every two months in perpetuity. So,
1: yeah. and when does uh, the double feature come out?
0: Well, doesn't um, like Kamigawa Neon Evangelia or whatever, whatever the Gundam set. <laughs> That's January.
1: Is. So yeah. we have double feature before that.
0: Oh, there, double features before that?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Dear God, I thought it was after it, yeah. but okay. It makes more no, sense. I think it's before, but yeah, we get another full standard legal set in two months. Yep. Sweet. Um, Yay! So, if you'd like to uh, tweet at us some card that we missed, that's going to be super awesome that we can all uh, buy copies of now while they're low. Uh, you can get us at Casual Tripod on Twitter.
1: Oh yeah, I haven't even looked to see what uh, like what pre-order prices for this set are. We spent a lot of the pre-show talking about how. Like there's some cool cards in this set, but there's nothing that like stands out to me. Like I gotta have that card. Yeah. Um, so I bet you pre-order prices are kind of low. I should probably look into that. And unless um, you want
0: a seven mana a green mythic, that was you keep putting lands into play. That thing's
1: thirty-two. <laughs> that's probably pups. the only expensive one. Yeah. But yeah, you can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG. Or you can shoot us an email, show at casualtryhardmtg.com. I've actually gotten a couple emails recently, so that's a good way to get a hold of us, Send yeah. us emails. I read them. Um, if you're looking to pre-order any cards, we would appreciate it if you use our TCG Player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Um, it's a real easy, free way for you guys to support the show. Just navigate to TCG Player using that link. And uh, anything you purchase after that, we will get a small percentage of to help keep the show going. Uh, If you guys want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casual tryhardmtg. Patrons get early access to show notes, uh, so you know roundabouts the day before the show goes live, what we're going to be talking about. Uh, You also get access to our pre-show, which normally comes out a couple days before that. And you get entered into like our, my give back list. So every couple months I send a thank you out. Uh, usually it's nothing, nothing too crazy, but it is something and let you know that we appreciate you supporting the show. So sign up for Patreon, shoot me your address, and I'll, I'll add you to the list there. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel, casual tryhard MTG on YouTube. Typically, Uh, roundabouts when a set goes live on Arena. Brian will record some limited content. We'll put it up on YouTube. Uh, Typically, I will do box openings also when a new set comes out and put them up on YouTube. That's probably going to be a little bit delayed, this set. Uh, From what I understand, the only thing available at pre-release are going to be draft booster boxes. Um, There was shipping, supply chain issues, whatever. Seems like that's all I hear about lately are supply chain issues, but evidently there's supply chain issues and there's no set boxes or anything else. Um, So you'll have to wait for for me to get my hands on that stuff before I can do a box opening video. So it might be a little delayed. And this video will be on YouTube. This video we like to do live, Um, you know, you can see our faces, you can see the cards we're talking about because it makes it a little bit easier to follow along if you can see the card we're talking about as we're talking about it. So if that sounds good to you, hop on over to um, our YouTube channel, casual try here at MTG on YouTube and uh, watch, watch it there. That way you get to see our smiling faces and follow along live in color. Yeah. Um, one more thing for our uh, social media plug or whatever is our discord channel. Uh, there's a link in the description. There's a link on all our social media uh, jump in our Discord, have a chat. We were, um, what's the right word? Commended for our interaction with our audience by Ooh. a couple different people in uh, Discord this past week. So we try.
0: We try. James is carrying yeah. that.
1: <laughs> we'll hop on over there if you want to talk to me. Yeah, I, usually I, uh, usually respond to stuff.
0: I jump in every so often, but James is James is the rock star of that.
1: Yep. So hop on over to our Discord. Uh, if you got any show ideas or if there's stuff like quick questions you want answered, like if it's not a whole episode worth of stuff, a lot of times I'll just answer them in Discord. Um, we've done, you know, people post up deck lists and, you know, try and help them out with, you know, deck lists for FM or whatever. If any of that's interesting to you, hop on over there and join in the Discord. All right. So
0: we've got a pile of cards to go through here
1: a uh, great big pile of cards um
0: yep. so some of these things are like hey these might see play some of them are like hey these are interesting for like fill in the blank pet deck there's a q these mm-hmm. are like oh hey fire design this is now the best version of this card just in case you didn't yep. realize it so You know, don't think all of these are like, oh, 100% like these are the best and brightest of of the set. But there are some that are interesting and some that we're going to think we see play. So it's kind of a wide range.
1: Yeah, I don't think that, you know, a lot of times we talk about finance stuff like roundabouts when a a set goes live, like maybe some spec targets or whatever, things to keep your eye on. Um, This episode is not that. Like, don't think that every card that we're going to talk about today is going to you know, be undervalued and you can make money on or that even you should pick up for decks. That's not really what this episode is for. We're just kind of talking about some interesting cards.
0: Yeah, like, oh, ooh. Let's I would like to have that. Or that's interesting. Maybe it could do something in the future. So yeah. with that, we're gonna start off in white. Maybe we are. Did he he did not change his life? There we go.
1: So we've got We got a fle- fleeting spirit. It's a one and a white for a 3-1 spirit, relevant creature type. You can pay a white and exile three cards from your graveyard to give Fleeting Spirit first strike till end of turn. And you can discard a card to flicker it. Yeah, exile it and then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. So this is the latest in like a line of cards that do the same thing. We had the vampire from Ixalan. Right you Vanguard? Discard a, yeah Danto Vanguard you no, could discard you, a card and
0: no you paid four life to give it indestructible. oh that's there.
1: right that that one you paid four life the one from HoloBlade. AFR, you discarded a card right
0: uh hollow blade was uh yeah. it was an a f r it was it was it was an a f r it was a core set before that it's not standard legal right now seasoned hollow oh, okay.
2: blade that's right,
0: yeah, discard a card it gets indestructible, yep, yeah, this is somewhere. On that same continuum, like, it doesn't survive a wrath, but it does the same kind of thing to, like, point removal.
1: It survives a wrath.
0: Oh, beginning of the next end step. Okay, yeah, never mind. I yeah. thought it just flickered. No, yeah, so
1: it kind of does oh, all sorry. the Sorry, it's a blink. It's not a flicker.
0: Yeah. Um. So it um, it's similar, right? Yeah. So it, it does a lot of the same things, but doesn't get the indestructible clause, which, you know... Mm-hmm has some downsides, right? You can't pile um auras on it. Because mm-hmm. if you if you uh you know blink it it uh or flicker it or whatever it goes it they all fall off. Right. So like it, it has a little bit different play pattern. But it is like um, it also has some
1: drunk. upsides though. Like it triggers ETB effects. Like if you're playing a um like in a Johnny's Predmate life gain deck, this will oh. trigger your soul warden. Yeah. Um, This also triggers Thelio's Lieutenant and Champion of the Parish.
0: It's not a human, though.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. I was looking at the human in the picture. Yeah. Getting choked out. It's a a spirit.
0: Yeah. Getting choked out. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it it has some synergies, but I think that it's going to kind of play like just 3-1 beater. Mm Mm-hmm. And it like
1: it's just hard to kill. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything that's worth discarding right now? Where this discard a card to do something could be an upside. Hmm. Because this is just a free discard outlet.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's there if there's anything. Do you have something in mind?
1: Uh, no, I was just just a question I mean, the, it, like I said, it, like when we talk about this stuff, it's just kind of interesting cards, yeah, and I thought this was uh templated interesting,
0: yeah, no, you could I don't think there's anything that you really want to discard, yeah, um to to uh like for value mm-hmm. I mean, there are flashback cards, so like you can discard stuff for air quotes free, right. That you could just like get the buyback later, so mm-hmm. that's like one way to use it. But yeah, no, I mean I you can
1: also like hold priority and just like rip your hand apart.
0: Yes, just dump your entire hand. Uh sadly, I don't know then if you. That's sadly for then anything, you. But then you get enduranced. and then it's all it's all for yeah. naught. <laughs> Whatever you were trying to do, shuffle it back in. Like, no, yeah. my hand. My 3-1, get there, buddy. Um, but it also feeds itself, right? You get enough yeah. cards in your graveyard, you can give it flying. First so. trick. First trick. God, reading's yeah. so hard. It's fundamental, <laughs>
1: but so hard. That's all right. I, I read uh, This Spirit is Human after I read the card aloud, so.
0: <laughs> we're, give, we're giving the people the, the accurate information they crave.
1: Yeah. Like a... This is a spirit that gains first strike.
0: Okay, there we go. Fleeting spirit gains first strike. Well, all the words on the card. Okay, yep. next step. Hopefully, a card. I, since the next one, I suggested. Hopefully, I remember what it is. Yeah. So, Voice of the Blessed. It is white, white for a creature cleric spirit or spirit cleric, I should say. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever you gain life, put a plus one, plus one counter on Voice of the Blessed. So this is the Ajani's Pride mate text, but it's twenty twenty one. And it's a rare, so it also has as long as Voice of the Blessed has four or more plus one plus one counters on it, it has Flying and Vigilance. So, hmm,
1: so it it's becomes a Sarah Angel.
0: A, a six six no, Sarah Angel.
1: Yeah, it's a Archangel, right?
0: Yeah, it's huge. And then if it has ten or more counters on it, uh it has an indestructible. You basically have won the game at that point. Uh yeah, I
1: can't imagine your opponent's still alive if this thing has ten counters on it.
0: Yeah, like what what like like terrible like they're playing better blossom and just chumping it forever um <laughs> 20 turn current tw- 20 turn clock let's go uh yeah. and it's a 2-2 to start with so this is just a turbo charge to johnny's Braid. yeah right this is in-, in the words of saffron olive the this is good in soul sisters card for the set mm-hmm. and it's actually good in soul sisters it is so like i had i think we mentioned on the podcast i played like a Mono white life gain deck from that like from four standards ago was just like my I need to get white spells cast deck, mm-hmm. um, and uh, like I played the bad one one, uh yeah. the the one and the white one one that does a Johnny's pride mate like you just this is way better this is way better than a way Johnny's better. pride mate, yeah. so like if you are going to if you are trying to gain life like this is the card that you want and like we have mm-hmm. luminarch veteran um innkeeper mm-hmm. uh and now we have this and then the uh the green white legend that like scries. yeah right like we have the beginnings of like a green white life gain deck yep in standard now this is this where this card's
1: also kinda cool with ozolith
0: Oh yeah, just like puts a bajillion counters on it if it somehow dies.
1: Yeah, like well, I mean say you've traded off a couple pride mates or whatever, like this thing just comes down and is indestructible. Oh
0: yeah. Here's my twelve <laughs> twelve flying vigilance indestructible. Yeah. Proceed. Yeah. Build your own Merrillish. Yeah. Alright. We have oh, this one.
1: Yeah, well, Welcoming Vampire. This is one I wanted to talk about that nobody else wanted to. Uh, two and a white for a 2-3 flyer, which is kind of on par lately. Mm-hmm. Like we had, was it Redane? was a three mana 2-3 flyer in white? Yeah. Um, it seems like we've been getting like one of these. And this one I thought was interesting. It's uh, whenever one or more other creatures with power two or less enter the battlefield under you control, draw a card. Uh, but this triggers only once per turn. So this is kind of a way for your weenie deck to, like, catch up or mm-hmm. store some cards in your hand. Um, kind of shield, quote unquote, shield yourself from a wrath. Um, like we had, was it Mentor of the Meek we had in Standard mm-hmm. not that long ago? This is a way better Mentor of the Meek.
0: Well, like, Mentor was mana You had to pay one? Two, I f- think. Two? One or two. I think you're right. I think it's two. Um yeah. I thought two, and then I was like, it couldn't have been two, but it's probably
1: two. No, I think it's two.
0: Um, But you could do that as long as you had mana. This Mm -hmm. is, like, limited to one a turn, but, like, oftentimes the kind of deck this goes into is going to go, like, wants to go, like, one, two, three, with this being the three, and then Mm -hmm. play another three on turn four, right? Because they don't have anything else. And then you're just like, okay, I guess I get a card back because I played, you know, a Redain. Or I played, like, a two-drop. You're like, okay, I play a Thalia, you get uh, a card. And mm-hmm. like just getting a card back is phenomenal. For the, uh,
1: you played like the white the white adversary is two and two, right? So the, it comes down on turn four and you put a counter on it and then you draw a card?
0: It's a three-one.
1: Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I guess this doesn't play well with that anyway because it makes all your other stuff too big to trigger it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, this also plays well with Company. And, like, the green-white... There was, like, a green-white company deck that ran around Historic for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, Welcoming Vampire, you know, like, you cocoa into it. And then you get it, and then you draw a card off of, you know, hopefully the other thing that came into play with it. Yeah. And then next...
1: Okay. One other thing that this plays good with are, like, token generators. Mm Mm-hmm like if you play uh like legions landing and get it to flip yeah you get to draw a card off your you get to draw a card on your turn if you play a nerd and then you can activate it on your opponent's turn and draw another card yeah. or uh the white castle castle mm-hmm. ardenvale same thing
0: yeah so yeah this is a solid card that we'll probably see play it's it's like an odd creature type yeah right like it, or a human it would like slot into all those pre-existing human decks. Yeah. But being a vampire, you don't get the on tribe synergies. Right. But I mean, it's a way for white to draw cards, which is something we always say white needs. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm sure like it would be super gross if it was, you know, uh, if it wasn't limited to once each turn.
1: Oh, then it'd just be a Cheerios piece.
0: Yeah. Uh, cheerios. A time. <laughs> yeah, you just play all
1: your ex ex creatures and just tr- turn them into other creatures. Yeah, it's like better fecundity.
0: Yes, uh, can't have nice things. All right, next yeah. up. So this weird <laughs> like is a zombie horse. It it's a looks, centaur. It's a centaur, but it doesn't have a human head. It's a horse head with like a human torso and then a horse body.
1: Yeah. It's a cobbled Lancer.
0: Apparently. Apparently they can only cobble from the middle of the person. Right. All right. So.
1: It's just his heart. Just where it counts. Yes.
0: Just where it counts. Yeah. All right. So what does this guy do?
1: Cobbled Lancer is a single blue mana for a three, three zombie horse. Um. A one-mana 3-3 is obviously way above rate, so it has a downside. As an additional cost to cast this spell, exile a creature card from your graveyard, and then it has an activated ability that's three and a blue, exile Cobbled Lancer from your graveyard to draw a card. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I hadn't heard anybody else talk about it. We mentioned it quick in the pre-show, but I don't Like, we don't normally get cards like this. No. So I wanted to talk about it because of that. And anytime you have, like, a one-mana efficient beater, um, I think it's worth talking about just in general. I don't know that we have all the pieces for, like, a mono blue poopers deck, but this could be, you know, a piece of that. It doesn't have evasion, but, you know, just something that comes down ahead of curve and can apply some pressure is what that deck wants to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, um, oh, what is that bad card? Oh, gosh. It's one blue mana. Uh, You can, like, look at the top three cards of your library. You can put any number in your graveyard.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's from uh, Kaldheim. But, uh, right, you could use that to, like, fill your, stock your graveyard to be able to cast this, like, early Mm -hmm. in the game. And there's also uh, a flying man in this set mm-hmm. uh, that has Disturbed and becomes plus one, plus one and give Creature Flying. Mm-hmm. So, right, oh, like, yeah. like If you mill that over, you could either be food for your Cobbled Lancer or pants for your Cobbled Lancer. Right. So, yeah, there's, you know, there could be something. But, like, I guess, like, the, the kind of the mono blue tempo decks, right, like, they're usually pretty spell heavy. Mm-hmm. Which makes it And this kind doesn't of, want that. Yeah, this wants you to play a bunch of creatures. Because, yeah. right, like if you could stick this and then, you know, Fading Hope something, right, play the Delver plan, but, mm-hmm. you know, not being standard, not, ne- and not never be able to flip your Delver. Uh, yeah. Right? Like that would be great.
1: So, like the last card we talked about some uh, Cheerios creatures with. Mm hmm. Like they kind of work with this guy too, right? I mean, you're down a card, which obviously isn't necessarily where you want to be. But if you play, you know, a zero mana, that just dies. You can play this on turn one to turn one three three. Yeah. Or I was thinking, um, I don't, I don't think this is you know quite modern power level. But you cycle a street wraith, and this thing's live.
0: Mm. The cycle of the street wraith is is interesting. I guess there's not another creature that does. The Street Wraith thing is the other zero mana Cycler is Edge of Autumn. Yeah. But no, Cycle mm-hmm. like cycle Street Wraith is... is cycle Street Wraith,
1: it. block your ragavon.
0: We broke it. We fixed all the problems. Let's go.
1: Double <laughs> Blancer. Go. A couple it's your blancer. time to shine horse zombie guy thing. Horse
0: zombie guy thing. Let's go. You're on the team now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, the four mana, like, Exile it, draw a draw card. I mean, that's not nothing, right? Like, like if you're self milling, it just lets you like refill at the end of the at, towards the end of the game, or mm-hmm. if like you know, God forbid they used a removal spell on it, and then you get to like <laughs> get then you get to get your card back later in the game. Yeah, it's also a way to dredge from the graveyard. It is. Yeah, guess was a deck you can't play in modern. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not when there's uh, endurances running around.
0: Yeah, and white white exile all black and red cards from graveyards yeah. and black black ley line of the void that kills you <laughs> yeah. uh not bitter at all um next up we have consuming tide mm-hmm. so each player chooses a non-land permanent they control return all non-land permanents not chosen this way to their owner's hands then you draw a card for each opponent who has more cards in their hand than you
1: yeah so this is kind of like uh, what was that card that we used to have like this whelming wave.
0: Yeah, like yeah, it's whelming wave. I, it, it's, it was like all like non
1: octopus, s- non krakens yeah, it, or whatever. It's sea,
0: creatures. You know, sea creatures. Yeah. The sea creatures stayed. Yeah, yeah. Like this is like I think in s- standard or even like this. I think this is just a commander card, right? And. Yeah. But, like, you run the risk of, like, your opponent just keeps gets to keep their best thing.
1: Yeah, that's the problem, is your opponent gets, like, it, it doesn't really catch you up because your opponent still has that thing you can't deal with.
0: Yeah. Right, and I mean, it's, you know, you could, like, play it like an upheaval and be like, tap all my mana, pick everything up and replay all my stuff. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it still doesn't deal with the fact they have, you know, whatever, a doubling season, an Ulamog, or, you know. Yeah. Whatever the kids are doing in uh in Commander these days,
1: yeah. So yeah, t- typically these cards aren't great. Um, yeah. we had Rivers Rebuke saw some play. Mm-hmm. But that was that was kind of a better version of this.
0: Yeah, that was target opponent puts picks everything picks everything up. Yeah, so, every, yeah. on non-land stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I had a brief week where I played like blue green tokens and would just Rivers Rebuke people. <laughs> like I need to deal with it. Whoop, pick it all up. So, yeah. So yeah, you do just run into the problem of like you pick everything up, they pick everything up, except for like you said, the thing you couldn't deal with with your best thing is right. still there. Yep. All right. Next. Not up. ideal. Not ideal. Ah, uh, yeah. The giant kraken <laughs> horror who kind of looks like a mantis shrimp.
1: Oh, he really does. Too many he legs, is. though. Arms.
0: Arms, Arms. whatever. They have claws. I'm not a fish. So many claws. So many claws. They got their little, like, their little claw that causes the cavitation bubble. Yeah. (laughs) It's hot as the surface of the sun. All right. So we have Hallbreaker Horror 5 Blue Blue for a Kraken Horror 7 8. It has flash. It can't be countered. And. Whenever you cast a spell, choose up to one. Return target spell you don't control to its owner's hand. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. So it's like the kinder, gentler Tidespout Tyrant? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I mean...
1: Yeah, I think it's fine. It's cool.
0: Like, I don't know...
1: I don't want to pay seven mana for it. I want to find a way to cheat it in but it's cool
0: i, I saw someone say it's kind of like pearl like ancient where you're just like hey let me flash this thing in like it's yeah. like your control finisher you know it's going to resolve it doesn't have like hex proof but you know as long as you can like keep a a consider at the ready yeah right it kind of has like protection yep um and then you, like, know it's going to, you know, uh, uh, like, be around. Also, like, it can bounce itself.
1: Oh, yeah, that's cute.
0: So you're they're like, you know, Hero's Downfall. And you're like, well, I don't want to bounce the Hero's Downfall because I'm in the exact same situation I was. So I'm going to bounce my Hallbreaker Horror, which, you yeah. know, is a seven-man decision. But sometimes right. you got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah, but, like, you were comparing it to Pearl Lake Ancient. Like, Pearl Lake Ancient made you pick up three lands.
0: And pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Pearl Lake Ancient was something that we played, like, seven years ago. Right, yeah.
1: Current is s- laughable by today's standards.
0: So, yeah, I don't know how good this is. Especially, like, when you have a uh, Cyclone Summoner.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, as, like... You know the. got the uh, f-
1: cyclone summoner is a little bit different, though.
0: It, I mean, it bounces all the non giants, right?
1: Yeah, And but, and it's not like repeatable. Like you can't, you can't use that to keep a board clear like you can this.
0: Yeah, but I was thinking more like you're behind, right? If you're behind against like mono white, yeah. Would you rather hullbreaker horror or cyclone summon? I think you'd rather summon, right? Just make yeah. them pick up all of their things. So I guess it's kind of what does the format look like, mm-hmm. but like you could see, you know. Uh, oh gosh, like in control mirrors, you like just flash this guy and end of turn, and they're just like, "Uh, I guess it resolves."
1: No, it definitely resolves. You can try <laughs> get, to counter it; it won't work.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm boned here, right? Mm-hmm. So like. I mean but that could be a reason like for blue black to be better right cuz like blue red could never kill this. Right. Right. So, no I think it's interesting. I think like it's one of those cards that it's like kind of a it's kind of a better kind of a fixed version of an old card. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, it's almost I like
1: I don't really remember the text on Tide Spout. How is this words worse than Tide Spout?
0: Uh it doesn't say non land on Tide Spout
1: oh okay
0: so like the play pattern sometimes in like reanimator was like Mm -hmm. get my tide spout reanimate it play a lotus petal pick up your land gotcha and you just stone rain them for like every turn yeah so the fact this is non-land you lose that like you know turn turn two you never get to have more than one land play pattern but isn't
1: uh isn't bounce a spell almost the same as pick up a land, though?
0: It is, but like you have to have instance.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Where, you know, where, uh, gosh, where like your lotus petals could be used to like pick, like you could like if they had two lands, you could be like lotus petal, pick one up, crack my petal, faithless mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's it's different. Like, I could see this, like, this probably has a home in, like, sea, sea creature EDH. There's a phrase I never thought I would say before.
1: <laughs> well, what about in Modern Reanimator? Like, I-, I know we just outlined all of the reasons why Modern Reanimator is not a good idea, but, like, that deck did exist for a brief period yeah. post-Modern Horizons 2, and I know there's still people working on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you could put this in your bin and use Persist on it. It's not legendary
0: yeah no you could do that i mean but you could also tide spot tyrant too oh that's true right so i don't know i think they're different uh because i mean i'm sure there are definitely times where like you'd much rather have this and just like you know just keep bouncing a permanent they already have mm-hmm. but i it, it's it's right it's 2021 magic where they're like we don't want you to bounce lands that's not fun yeah but it's like well that's what made that card really good was the land portion of it but like in standard if like you know blue black control is a thing right you could see where you're just in a situation where you're like end of turn Hallbreaker horror and then you have a mana up for you know whatever instant yeah to protect it and then the game just comes about them trying to sneak enough spells by you know casting the same uh infernal grasp infernal grasp yeah infernal grasp like three times to actually finally kill it mm-hmm. and then you're like here's another one let's go <laughs> oh i've drawn you- so many cards or, or you just flash in the other one and bounce the Infernal Grasp, because it's any <laughs> it's any spell. That's right. Yeah. So, all right. Next up, I have no idea what this is.
1: Oh. this is Lunar Rejection. Uh, one in a blue for an instant. Says return target wolf or werewolf creature to its owner's hand. Draw a card, and it has cleave for three in a blue and cleave we talked about last week and i'm not going to rehash the whole thing but basically if you pay its cleave cost this becomes return target creature to its owner's hand draw card so this is kind of like uh into the royal or blink of an eye Mm kind of sorta
0: kind of sorta like worse
1: right um
0: like Kind of a bonkers limited card.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Yes. I don't know if it's good enough for standard. Like for like, blink of an eye into the royal are good because they like bounce anything on two mana. Right. Right. So. Now, like. If- yeah, but
1: this you don't have to pay extra a draw card, so you can like, if you tag a pack or uh pack master or whatever.
0: Uh, pack leader or whatever. Where we'll pack, pack leader, leader. yeah. Yeah, like, I was gonna say, like, if you're playing, like, it might be a cyborg card, like, if Mono Green stays a thing, Mm -hmm. like, they play a couple wolves, right? They play that, and they play, um, uh, the, the, what what was the weird mythic cycle from the last set? Adversary. Adversary. They play the green adversary. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you just, like, they do that, then you stone rain them because you bounce one of their lands and draw a card? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's okay. So, yeah, like, it might be more of a cyborg card in, in Constructed, though.
1: This only ever hits creatures.
0: Yes, it only ever hits creatures.
1: Yeah. You said stone rain them.
0: Yeah, because they turn their lands into wolves. Oh,
1: with, I gotcha you with, with the, you the
0: green with the green adversary. Yep, so you do I get gotcha. the stone. You because you, you, you wouldn't target tar- you wouldn't target the adversary. You would right. target the land. Uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's the only way. Like, so yeah. like I could see it against like mono green, especially like the if the new cemetery cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that card sees some play in that deck.
1: Um the token that ranger class makes is a wolf, isn't it? It
0: is, yeah. So, yeah, you could... Oh, so that would be good. That also... Yeah, you know, like, turn to... Yeah, so, like, against, against mono green, you've got probably 10... 10 targets for the 2-mana part, and then you have, you know, infinite targets for the 4-mana right? Uh, mode. So, like, yeah, I think cyborg card for, is something, like, in the blue decks, like, because this is better than like fading hope against mono green,
3: mm-hmm.
0: so there is the weird like was it is it chill or the that's red cards, the like the flash enchantment that like ices something down. I think it ices yeah. just red cards. Also,
1: um, this, like this 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 is also kind of cool because you can tag a red and seven token too, right? I mean, fading hope could also, but.
0: Yeah, it, for for the four mana part, right? Cause yeah, for four foam. mana, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, you're like that's going to happen later in the game when you have extra mana. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, agreed. So yeah, I guess it does. It seems like a very good card against mono green, is where I've kind of mm-hmm. kind of settled out. Yeah. All right. Next up, also this guy's uh, a chest, very very dark and defined in the in the Nipply region. <laughs> And this, like, is this I, love, a, I
1: think this card's great. I love everything excellent. about it.
0: Overcharged Amalgam? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, We've seen this before. This story yeah. does not often end well. <laughs> All right, so Overcharged Amalgam 2, blue, blue, for a zombie horror that's a 3-3. Three, three. It has flash. It has flying. It has exploit. So when it enters uh when it enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice a creature. And then when it exploits a creature, counter target spell. Uh activated ability or triggered ability. Um so this is a four mana counter spell. Mm-hmm. With if you have no other creatures in, in play. Right? Because right. it can exploit itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you have other creatures, it's just the frilled mystic. Right, right. Well, a better frilled biscuit mystic. Yeah, flying, flying. Um, yeah, the cards like kind of does whatever you want.
1: Frilled mystic didn't hit Activator or triggered abilities. Though, no, right? no. This
0: is this hits more stuff than a frilled mystic. Yeah, right. But like that play pattern of hold up your mana. And then like. Okay, you played something. I will, you know, sack some like trash creature to counter it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, well, let
1: let's pick on uh, mono green again. Like your mm-hmm. opponent casts a red and seven. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I got. I guess you would just cast counter the red and seven, but you could, uh, like, say they resolve their red and seven. You mm-hmm. could counter the ability, and then you have a three three to attack it. Yeah. Um, or like they go to crew a chariot, like if they already had a Ren and Seven and they go to crew a chariot. You're like, no, I'll counter that and then you yeah, can
0: get in, yeah. Because they can't make a copy of their yeah. the tree folk. Yeah. No, like it so you have the play pattern of I have this up for man to to counter something, and then your fail case can just be three three flyer. Right? right? So it it does the brazen borrower thing. Mm-hmm. Where like, you not you don't have a clock, and then all of a sudden now the game is I've got to deal with this three three, right? And presumably you're gonna have like, you know, two other counter spells mm-hmm. in your hand, and you're just gonna like lean on this thing to like take you to the promised land.
1: You know what else this does? What it bounces something if you have Hullbreaker Horror in play.
0: <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> I will flash this in, bounce that permanent counter of that spell. All right, cool. Cool, cool. I will, I will see you after the match because uh, yeah. I have now won. Uh, <laughs> please sign the slip. Uh, it's game one. I said sign the slip. You can't recover <laughs> sign from the slip. this. You can't recover from this. <laughs> no, like this card, I guess there's – like I feel like there has to be – stuff you want to sacrifice on the front end right you've got to like you don't get to do just the pure like mono blue or blue green flash thing of like you know you've got to put a little bit more work into it Mm -hmm. but you know anything that you even like kind of want to sacrifice a little bit is going to be really good with this card Mm -hmm. so yeah like this card like could be any of the
1: disturbed stuff
0: yeah. Um what I was gonna say, like you can't uh right, like you can't spell pierce it. Right. Right? Or like any you can't negate it, so it's a way that you could like win a counter fight. Like they bring in negates and you're like, Alright, I'll bring in my four mana creature counter spell. So there is an awkward thing that like let's say uh they have the like the exploit trigger on the stack. And they like, you know, go to sacrifice and they sacrifice something. Uh, You can kill this with the trigger on the stack. Right. And then they, they won't be able to counter the spell. Right. Because like, if it hasn't exploited and then the exploit resolves and they sack a creature for some reason, this isn't on the battlefield anymore to do the thing. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind that like you can, you can kind of, you can turn off the counter if you have to. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have c- Patchwork
1: c- c- Crawler. C- 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 and so, combo Boy. <laughs> one in a blue for a one, two zombie horror. You can pay two in a blue and exile a creature card from your graveyard and put a plus one, plus one counter on Patchwork Crawler. And Patchwork Crawler has all activated abilities of all creature cards exiled with it so it's kind of like necrotic ooze, but not as good. I don't think.
0: Yeah. It costs mana.
1: Yeah. It costs mana.
0: Where necrotic Ooze is just like, I'm now these.
1: Right. Yeah. Like a lot of the like quote combos with necrotic ooze really need like four or five different creatures in your graveyard to work. hmm. Um, so that would be really mana intensive with this guy.
0: Uh, for infinite mana, you only need two things.
1: So that's eight mana. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty mana intensive.
0: <laughs> it is. But like, you know, it's it's easier, I think, to assemble two things at eight mana than it is to assemble five things in four mana. 'Cause like it doesn't have to be all eight mana yeah. at once, right? You could like patchwork That's crawler, true. uh activate, you know, exile a thing, and then mm-hmm. next turn activate, and then like, you know, and our magical Christmas laying your infinite on turn uh on turn like four. So the yeah. one combo I saw was uh oh gosh, Incubation Druid. Mm-hmm. With, oh yeah, it's with Glimmer Bell. With Glimmer Bell. hmm So anything that has like a pay less than three mana and untap. Yeah. Uh just goes infinite with, with patchwork crawler. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, this was a saffron olive like short. You could also uh Biomancer's familiar to lower the activation cost of his exile oh, creature yeah. thing. So like you could buy a Mansters Familiar, patchwork crawler, pay one, exile a thing. Hmm. So not like it's not the it's not the most competitive thing in our like hyper uh, efficient like formats. But right. like I'm I'm to the point now where I'm like looking at things and I'm like, maybe I'm okay with against the odds decks.
1: <laughs> Where it's just like,
0: oh that's a maybe fun Sefra thing and to Alex do. Onto something. Yeah. That's a fun thing to do. I would like to have some fun. And maybe yeah. if I get to do this thing once I'll have some fun. And I'll just be sitting in my room alone going, I did it and my fish will look at me <laughs> and like, Leave stop. Just go away. Feed me and leave me alone. <laughs> the baby'll be like, What are you? Why are your hands up? I'll put my hands up too. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I started yeah, doing I that. Did the thing. I got- I did, I, we were watching a, a show, a, a trivia show, and I was like, I got something right. I was like, yo, yeah. And then he just looked at me and then looked over and just put his hands up and just started going like, <laughs> yay. So he's got that in his bag now. So yeah, so maybe Excellent. if I if I do the patchwork crawler thing, maybe I'll get a, a 16-month-old to be like, yay. All right, there we go. Perfect. Perfect, we did it. We did it. Put that on we the internet. We did both things. We did both things. All right. I had not noticed the art was... Just this guy standing on a pile of hands or just making a pile of hands?
1: Yeah, I think he just is a pile of hands.
0: It's weird. I don't like it. Yeah. It's, it scares me. All right. Next up. Another combo boy.
1: Yep. We got a uh, storm chaser Drake. One in the blue for a 2 1 creature Drake. It has flying. And whenever it becomes the target of a spell you control, draw a card.
0: So this is kind of like, it's almost just like a storm card. Yeah. Right. You play a bunch of the, like, you know, like the, there's some targeted, like crash through effects. Like target creature gains. Like there's one in this set target creature gets plus X plus plus. X plus O, where X is the number mm-hmm. of copies of that card in the graveyard. Uh, draw a card. Draw a card. You're like, cool, I'll draw two. Yep. Or there's like a there's another uh there's another one that's draw a card. There's a couple blue ones from like older sets that are like this is unblockable, draw a card. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you can do with it, but it seems like there's something.
1: Yeah, it's um I mean it's another it's not another it's a guy that's reasonable to put pants on oh yeah because you get paid back for your pants right away yeah so like if you put a curiosity or a curious obsession or whatever on this thing like you get your card up front even if they kill it in combat and then you go to combat and maybe you get another card
0: i hadn't even put two and two together it's um core spirit dancer
1: Um, I mean, it's part of course Spirit Dancer.
0: Yeah, it's part of course, but it's like that same effect or Saram. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. like if you're right, it's worse in that it's it has to target it, mm-hmm. but it is the same kind of effect.
1: Yeah, but it also has evasion, and yeah. Spirit Dancer and Sram don't have evasion.
0: Yeah, like, so you could see like, you know, a there is a blue white auras deck. Like in historic, right? And like you've just given it like an extra, uh, an extra, uh, spirit dancer effect, yeah. right? Like it's a worse one, but like I don't know, I'd rather have 12 of that effect, even if right. one of them is if two of them are A pluses and then one's like you know, a B plus, yeah, or a B, like that's way better than not having the not having. Uh, nine through twelve, right? So yeah, no. This definitely will. This definitely has a home somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, I dig it.
0: Right, like you get rid of the, like the black, like return this to the battlefield, like Kaya's ghost form for like mm-hmm. dive downs. Yeah. Or because like or dive like down a di-
1: curious obsession or yeah. curiosity or what's the, other, the staggering insight?
0: Yeah, the blue, yeah. There's definitely a blue white deck that plays staggering say like like how much better than hushbringer is this right hushbringer um, hushbringer yeah. has flying and lifelink this just fills your hand up again and they play they happily play hushbringer.
1: Yeah like Hushbringer like when when I remember that deck being around Hushbringer um was there for the hate piece though.
0: Yeah yeah but like I don't know if like if historic has any creatures that like ETB and do a thing or not many. Yeah. Right. So no, this is this is interesting. This is more now that we talk about it, it's more interesting than I initially thought. Mm-hmm. I've learned it's something. It's cool. Yes. Next up, Oh, we thirsty now?
1: <laughs> They're uh, so thirsty.
0: Watsy just just posting thirst traps all over the place. That's right. Now we're we're this is thirst for discovery. Yeah. Make sure you blow. hydrate. Yeah, hi- yeah, hydrate. Put it on a cracker, dude. <laughs> you know that guy? No. There's this like Cajun cook that like he like cooks stuff, and he's got this really thick accent. And whenever he gets something, he's like, but first we gotta hydrate. And he like has a <laughs> has a mini beer bomb for like natty lights. It, like oh. pulls pulls it out of his pocket and beer pumps to daddy late and then like makes <laughs> makes Cajun food. Anyway. Okay. Uh oh it's, it's stale stale something is like his, what he goes by. I forget what it is. Anyway. <laughs> so Thirst for Discovery, two and a blue. Instant. Draw three cards. Discard two cards unless you discard a basic land. All of these cards. Okay, most of these cards have been playable.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, was Thirst for... Was it Thirst for Meaning? Was the discarded enchantment? Yeah, I think so. Like, that wasn't standard playable. but This is just discard a basic land. Like, this right. is... your standard
1: deck has basic lands in it.
0: Yeah, this is... Um, like, com- was it Compulsive Research? Was a sorcery discard a land, right? Mm-hmm. Um... So like this is a little worse because it limits it to basic, right. but better because it's an instant. Yes. So, like this feels like it's playable.
1: It's a instant speed cantrip for the Kraken.
0: It is. We just we're just trying to bounce as many things as we can with the Kraken. <laughs> Mister eight mana, a lot of mana. Kraken for seven. Hold up, thirst for discovery. Ten mana. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Let's go No I think this is This is good Like I guess the issue is Like where does it fit In standard mm-hmm. Right like The epiphany decks could play it But they're already playing the the treasure thing The like ramp So I don't yeah. know if they want that And they also have uh, Expressive iteration that they do on 3
1: Yeah uh, I mean, this isn't better than expressive iteration. I don't. No,
0: think. no, no, no. Like expressive iteration is breaking legacy. I don't think thirst yeah. for discovery will do that. No. But it's also you know a reasonable you know um, reanimator type card. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like okay, draw, That's true. discard some creatures. It's an instant speed. So again, like you know, and but like unlike the thirst for meaning where you don't get to be up a card unless you discard an enchantment like if you just are like I just need cards right mm-hmm. discarding a land is not a huge cost yeah so no I think this is this is good but yeah. again like what thirst for discovery and compulsive research was it compulsive? yeah were printed like 15 years ago
3: mm-hmm.
0: and like, Those were different times, as we often bring
1: up. So Player design.
0: Yeah. Next up, we're into black cards now.
1: We are. This is one I added. All right. Uh, Archghoul of Thraben. It's two and a black for a 3-2 zombie cleric. Whenever Archgool of Thraben or another zombie you control dies, look at the top card of your library. If it's a zombie card, you may reveal it and put it in your hand. If you don't put the card in your hand, you may put it into your graveyard. Do you know why I put this card on here? Why? For rally decks.
0: So, I was thinking the same thing. They printed, like, four cards that, like, go into rally decks. And the problem is that they're all, like, three mana. Yeah. It's like, like, they've... It's almost like just three mana value has become two green green we're like we can do anything.
1: Anything like, we want.
0: Any wild amount of text if it costs 3 mana. Yep. So, no, like for a rally decks or anything where you're like you know, mass um uh like sacrificing things. Mhm. Um this is your like like they printed two zombie sweeper protection uh cards. Mm-hmm. And this is one of your like, all right. I'm gonna go like one, two, three with my zombies. And well, now... so
1: I don't. Did you ever play like the actual rally deck back in standard? Um, no. So that deck played Sifter of Skulls. Do you remember that guy? Two, three. It's a one green black two three, or ca- was it Catacomb? Catacomb, catacomb Sifter. Sifter. Yeah. And, and made a, um, because and made it let you sack things and scry. Yes. So this guy kind of fills that role. Like that card had been missing from the uh, like the zombie rally decks in like Pioneer, and I think this fills that role. What was good about the Catacomb Sifter was you could like if a lot of times you would set up like a value rally and then. Mm-hmm use your value rally to set up your combo rally either right then or the next turn and this guy does the same thing you can you know use your board to find your rally and then you know once you find your rally you stop putting stuff in your bin and you just draw the rally and then go off you Mm -hmm. know sack the rest of your board to you know fill keep filling your yard up and then cast your rally and do it all over again so I like this guy does a a little bit different work. Like it, it makes the zombie decks play a little bit more like the like the old school rally decks.
0: Yeah. Did the didn't Catacomb Sifter let you sack or did it just if something died you scribed?
1: Um. Oh, I don't remember now. It might not have been a sack outlet. I, I think it was just when something died you scribed.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Like. But this this is kind of better than Scry because you draw the card, but it does Or you put you. it in your graveyard. Yeah, but it lim- it limits you to zombies, right? So right. you're like, well,
1: re- yeah, but I think those Rally decks in like Pioneer and stuff were zombie decks anyway.
0: Yeah, we need we need Rally. We do. We do like let us have fun. Yep. All right. This card seems it's ridiculous. not okay right this next card seems ridiculous yeah um so this is blood Vile purveyor it is two black black flample flying trample
1: mm-hmm.
0: for a five six Whew,
1: that's a that's a big flampler
0: now normally this though though those words are accompanied by a drawback that is like mm-hmm. You have to, like, sacrifice a creature or it punches you in the face for five. Or your right. opponent like, can sacrifice... Cut off a... one of
1: your toes every upkeep.
0: Yeah. Your opponent can sacrifice a creature and tap the thing so it never attacks. What is the upside? Oh, whatever your... Or what is the downside? Whenever your opponent casts a spell, that player creates a blood token. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's not a... my my guy still gets to bash, right? It does. Oh, and when it bashes, uh, it gets plus one plus O oh, for each blood token defending blood token defending player controls until the end of turn. They forgot to la- add that last part on, so they're errataing it. Yeah, who, who does your proofreading? Reading multi million dollar company. <laughs> come on now, come on. You better the interns. The interns. The, sa- the same guy that's trying to make. Uh, put a spectator mode on arena. Also has to read all the cards to make <laughs> to make sure there are no typos before they go to print.
1: Poor guy, um, maybe if they took the chains off, he'd be able to work faster.
0: Yeah, they're weighing him down. Be like a Rock yeah. Lee situation. The chains come off, and he's just blindingly fast. Everything would get <laughs> fixed. Um, so this just annihilates a uh, a dragon. Oh yeah. Right, it comes down a turn early and like if for some reason you decided not to attack with it, it just eats their gold span. Right. Um like it brick walls everything in like mono white.
1: So what I thought was really interesting about this card is it incentivizes your opponent to just spin their wheels. Because if like if they if they want to cast anything they need they make these blood tokens right, mm-hmm. and then this thing just gets enormous from them just casting spells, so it's incentivizing your opponent to spend mana, to, like I, I get they get some sort of card selection but like not only do they have to cast their spell but now they have to get rid of this blood token, otherwise this blood vial pur- purveyor is huge. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's it, huge to begin with, but
0: it is a situation where if they if if the spell they're casting isn't a removal spell, mm-hmm. they just get killed faster.
2: <clears throat> right.
0: Right. You know, if they're like, I'm gonna cast a consider and now it's like, well, if I don't sack I didn't find a removal spell, if I don't sack this blood token, I'm gonna take six and that puts me at twelve and I'm on like a two turn clock now. Mm -hmm. so I guess I'll use my mana or if they like
1: expressive iteration don't find a removal spell and then consider trying to dig for a removal spell like I mean this thing just gets massive
0: yeah I mean I think the blood like the blood tokens make the late game difficult for you right because they're going to turn their like excess lands into gas but Blood Vial Purveyor makes it so you don't get to get to the late game.
1: That's what I was just going to (laughs) say. This will end a game very quickly.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, there's some other black cards that we have that also end a game in a hurry. Mm -hmm. So, like, these are just wild stats. And, like, the downside isn't that big of a downside.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: So... If it's possible for there to be, like, a black deck in the current format, like, this thing is played in that deck. For sure. It's probably not as good as Rankle. Because, like, Haste did a lot of work with Rankle. I mean, they're very different.
1: Like, Rankle being a removal spell was also what, like, those kind of black decks wanted to do. Yeah. And I, I don't think that this is that same like if this is going to see play in a deck i think it's going to be close to like the mono black control that we had when it desecration demon was in standard where that was the only creature it was like that and pack rats were the only creatures in the deck oh okay yeah yeah. it was discard spells and removal and maybe a couple like read the bones or something but yeah. it was that's all you did was you killed things and you ripped their hand apart so their hand didn't function. Oh, um,
0: and it also had Mutavault.
1: Oh, that's true. We had Mutavault.
0: I mean, we have. But we
1: have Hive of the Eye Tyrant,
0: and we have a uh, 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 faceless haven.
1: Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We got faceless haven too.
0: Right, so they're like, they're harder to activate, but you have creature lands that hit way harder. Yeah, than a Mutavault did. Yep. Yeah, we don't have we don't have a
1: uh We don't have Thought Yeah,
0: and what was the was it underworld connection?
1: Underworld connections, yeah. Yeah, no so to, like, to draw
0: cards. We don't have a way to like draw cards like that in black. Right? Like this is where you need like this is where like uh castle would be good. Yeah. Alright. But yeah, this like I also think this could be like the top end of like a black aggro deck. Where you go like one two three four, or like you know, and then like they have to kill this, and then the next turn you get get a blocker out of the way, and you hit them for seven with your other things. Yeah, because they just can't let this hang out.
1: Like your black aggro deck also can ramp into this because you play oh, yeah. uh, shambling guest.
0: Yeah, shambling guest and uh, deadly dispute. Like you just do this on turn yeah. three, like every game yeah yeah no that's a good point all right next up this one's what one i put on here dread fugue
1: mm-hmm. oh you mean thought kind of yeah.
0: uh it's black for a sorcery target player reveals their hand you choose a non-land card from it with mana value two or less that player discards that card it has a cleave cost for two and a black And it removes the mana value restriction, so then you just get any card for three mana.
1: Any non-land card.
0: Any non-land card. So, this I thought is the Pioneer Inquisition.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I agree.
0: There's a. It's not as good as Inquisition, right? Like three mana is a pretty big mana value to miss. But it does have the ability, like in the in a world of like Mono Loris right it hits Mm -hmm. every non loris card in their deck right and you know if push came to shove you could trade your third turn for their third turn if they're like fine i'll pay three mana get loris and you're like fine i'll pay three mana discard your loris yeah right so like the fact that it it's also like you know if there is a ramp tron type deck Right, where like mm-hmm. drawing an inquisition is just like a dead card,
1: right? It's you not actually be like dead.
0: you can just be like, fine, three mana, I'll get your big ramp target that you haven't had a chance to play yet.
1: Yeah, um, like this card might actually be good in standard too, though, because in the like the dragon epiphany decks or whatever, um, we talked about expressive iteration a bunch and how like that card's breaking formats and. Like expressive iteration is kind of what makes that deck work because it lets them, you know, set up to cast their gold span or their epiphany or whatever. Yeah. And this tags iteration.
0: Yeah, you get an iteration. Like they
1: don't want to pay play their iteration till three. So like you have two turns to cast this.
0: Yeah, and you have the uh like and it just like can wreck a draw where they like keep two yeah. lands iteration and they're like, Oh, it's yeah. fine. I'm gonna have like three looks at my third land on turn three or four right your draw step and then if they don't hit their land right because they didn't have their their expressive iteration Mm -hmm. right like you just hobble them i don't know how many other hits there are in that deck for this for like the one mana mode yeah right
2: i
1: don't have to look at the deck list i really don't know
0: but it also runs into the same like weird problem of like um uh you know the like foretell problem where you're like well fine like i can have this in i can have this in my deck against like mono white because i can tag like their thalia or you know their luminarch aspirate but then oh against epiphany i can just pay three and get their seven minute oh wait no they put it in the exile zone i can never touch it this sucks yeah so but like i think in pioneer and like the you know attritiony, jundy discard kind of decks. Like this is just like, you know, I'm sure it's not like a four of, yeah. but like you could see two of these to get up to like six one mana discard effects, and just yep. be pretty happy with it. Yep. All right, next up.
1: So this, this is one I put on here. This is a uh, dying to serve. It's a three mana do nothing enchantment. Yeah, you know, two and a black for an enchantment that does nothing when it enters the battlefield. Yay! But whenever you discard one or more cards, create a tap 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token. This ability triggers once per turn. So uh, this might be a way to build an army with uh, that guy we talked about earlier.
0: Uh, the the, the choke-em-out spirit?
1: The choke-em-out spirit.
0: Yeah. That was my first thought when I saw it when you heard up here. I mean like this, we've had cycling too recently Mm -hmm. but like this screams like this is like a cycling payoff.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But I don't know like but we, we just had cycling in Ikoria. I can't imagine them bringing it back so quickly. Yeah. And like, you know, time is condensed for me now. Like I don't remember how far like Amonkhet an hour of devastation. Where from?
1: From Icoria.
0: Icoria. Was it like three years?
1: No. Two years.
0: Was it two? So I mean. Yeah,
1: we went from Icoria, or we went from. Um, Amun into the War of the Spark block. Yeah.
0: Into uh, throne. And then, oh yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, so yeah. About two years. So like maybe they bring it back sooner. Because it's, a, it's yeah. a mechanic everyone likes. Because like, I didn't feel like there was a ton of discard in this set. Like, maybe I'm, like, wrong. But I didn't feel like there was, like, a ton.
1: But What do you think about... Um, is there any anything we can do in Historic with, like, the Rootwalla and Hollow One? Hmm. Faithless looting?
0: Yeah, I mean, Faithless looting makes all that stuff work, right? So right you play like i don't know like i think the problem is is like historic is kind of to that point of modern where it's like oh so what was your big turn well okay turn three i played this thing that did nothing all right cool and then turn four i played faithless looting and i discarded two basket wallas and i paid zero mana for them and then i got a two two (laughs) and it's like oh cool what did your opponent do oh they uh uh comboed me into the ground any number of ways, <laughs> or attacked me for twenty yeah. or you know whatever they they played uh nine lies in solemnity, and I couldn't do anything, yeah, so like
1: they activated their book
0: <laughs> any number of things yes, they booked me are people booking yeah. people in historic I don't know, I could get behind that. <laughs> 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 like cool, Here, here's your uh your uh field of ruin check. Do you have one? Oh nope, concession time. Woohoo. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I don't think there's anything right now that like makes you makes you think like, oh yeah, this would be great. I mean, they did put like. Oh, you know
1: what you can do with this?
0: Uh oh, what can you do?
1: Zombie hunt. We have zombie infestation. This just makes more zombies. So you can take your turn two off to cast zombie infestation, and then you can take your turn three off to cast dying to serve. And then you can discard cards whenever you want and make lots of zombies. We did it. We did it. We're done.
0: We're done. It's great.
1: Yep. We're on the line. So many zombies. So many zombies. You can discard two cards on your turn and make two zombies, and then you can discard two cards on your opponent's turn and make two zombies.
0: For those of you who aren't watching the video, I changed the slide.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on.
0: (laughs) So we have... uh,
1: To an actual card.
0: We have Graph Reaver, uh, one in a black, for a 3-3 zombie warrior. Um, It has exploit... Uh, when it exploits a creature, destroy target Planeswalker. So it's a two mana sorcery speed, kill a Planeswalker.
1: Uh, two mana sorcery speed, like sacrifice your shambling ghast, put a Neguan one counter on something, destroy your Planeswalker.
0: Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Now for the drawback, beginning of your upkeep, Graff de- uh, Reaver deals one damage to you. Now, just mm-hmm. for, for the folks at home, Quick math, Graph Reaver puts your opponent on a seven-turn clock. He right. puts you on a twenty-turn clock. Seven right. less than twenty, so I think you're fine. Yeah. Um. Like a curve of, you know, what's his name? Uh. Uh. uh perished. Perished. Champion, champion. Champion of the Perished. Yeah, champion of the Perished. Into this, attack you for two, then like play another zombie, hit you for five or six. Yeah. And then you're just like off tribe blood vial purveyor. Go. Like take nine. And you're good. Like I think this like holds together like a like makes a like black aggressive zombies deck a black aggressive zombies deck. Mm -hmm. Right? Champion of the Perished in this And then any three drop zombie and you're attacking for six on turn three. Like there's not a, like if you like got frisky and you went blue black, then you have like the pseudo Lord that gives everything plus one plus Mm O. Right. And you're just like, okay, turn three, take eight.
1: Yeah. We have another, I mean, it's not zombie themed, but we have another like aggressive black creature too that, uh, slaughter specialist from the last oh set?
0: yeah that, ma- that gives them a, a nerd
1: yeah but it like makes it bigger whenever something dies
0: yeah yeah like we have two we have two two mana three threes in black mm-hmm. yeah no you could just like just getting in there with like big under cost of things like i think this drawback is significantly less of a drawback
1: they're giving them a token.
0: And they giving them a token. Yeah. Um I mean, and what was it? Is it Carnifage was the old card?
1: Yeah. That, that was... was a three drop though, right?
0: No, it was a two drop, but it don't dealt... you, you lost two life each okay. turn. So like this is half the drawback plus it has Planeswalker removal spell stapled onto it. Yeah. Like so, like, it's not, it, like, no point is it, like, ever, well, I guess if you're at one, it's dead. But other than that, it's really not dead anywhere. <laughs> right? You're like, yeah. oh, you have a Planeswalker I need to kill? I got you. You just need the beats? I got you there, too. Right? Like, your opponent, like, plays a wren and you're just, like, two mana kill your Ren? Yeah. Like, they got a token, so that sucked, but, like, you at least took care of their five drop with a two drop.
2: They
1: might not have got a token if you flashed in your overcharged Amalgam.
0: Woo! Woo-hoo, we did it. We did it. Yep. Um, Next up, another... Well, uh, hang on oh. real quick
1: before you go to sure. the next one. I like the art on this guy, too.
0: He's kind of like a weird zombie samurai?
1: Yeah, it's like samurai armor made from bones.
0: Yeah, with like just a bunch of, I guess, swords sticking out of his back? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it is cool art. Yeah. Good job, Dave Kendall.
1: Yep, thanks, Dave.
0: Thanks. Good work, buddy. Alright, now next up. Mm -hmm. um, Another three-mana zombie payoff card. Yeah. So we've got... A
1: little fragile.
0: Yeah. Headless Rider. Two and a black for a zombie. It's a three-one. Whenever it or another zombie you control dies, create a two-two black zombie creature token. Um hey, if you're going to rally and sack a bunch of stuff, may I, may I introduce you to the guy you want on the battlefield? That's right. Right? Like, you just... Like, it just doubles up everything you get to sacrifice.
1: Yep. They'd, uh, that guy from earlier didn't say non-token, right?
0: Uh, I the don't. arch up? You know, he doesn't care if
1: it's a token or not.
0: Yeah, so you just get to go nuts. Yep. Um... this is like xanthan necromancer Mm -hmm. but but on tribe on tribe exactly so all of your triggers so was it uh was it wayward servant that triggers Mm -hmm. when a zombie comes into play right like if you get like that and like a corpse is a corpse knight
1: yeah corpse knight
0: right and you're just like cool like drain you for a bunch start sacking stuff get zombies drain you again, kill you. Yeah. Right, so you just have the those way to kill people.
1: Yeah, I don't think we don't have a great sack outlet though, right?
0: We don't. We don't have uh what's his name? Your boy Nantuko uh, Husk? Nantuko no, Husk. And the only other like reasonably recent like free sack outlet is Cartel Cartel Aristocrat.
1: Which is we a Wolf Rider.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah, on 3, that's fair. That's fair. I was but thinking it's like, off tribe. Yeah, I was thinking of like two mana things, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have nantuko Husk and Woe Strider. Uh so, so but like does rel, is it Return to the Ranks is the convoke spell they gave us white white X? Mhm. Like but is isn't that like CMC 2 or less or is it 3 or less?
1: Um, I don't remember.
0: Like it has a weird restriction.
1: Yeah, but that we don't. Well, I thought not... the restriction was mana.
0: It might, but it has convoke too. Yeah. But you don't like we don't have like we only have the one mass reanimation effect. Yeah. Which makes things a little bit harder.
1: Uh, return to the ranks is two or less.
0: Two or less, okay.
1: Three drops don't work, so great.
0: <laughs> they do not. Yep. All right, next up we have, oh, my boy. Your undead, boy. Undead butler. So, longtime listeners of the show will remember that we have a pet deck. Mm-hmm. This pet deck is storm heralding people into oblivion. <laughs> And the deck needs, preferably, creatures that mill so that you can put pants on them mm-hmm. and ways to get back your Storm Herald if you mill it, either by reanimating it or getting it back in your hand. Undead Butler gives us both mill, a thing to put pants on, and a way to get back our... uh. Our Storm Herald. So this is one in the black. For a zombie, it's a one-two. When it enters a graveyard when it enters a battlefield, sorry, mill three cards. So perfect. In this spot before, we often had Meyer Triton,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which only milled two cards. It gave you a little bit of life, it had death touch, and only gave you two cards. Right? So this gives you one extra card in your yard. Good times. And then when it dies, you can exile undead butler. When you do, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. So if you have milled your uh, Storm Herald, you have a way to get it back. Mm-hmm. So right, And you, if not,
1: you, you have a way to get back your Stitcher Supplier or whatever to keep going.
0: Yeah. So like this guy, you know, you Undead Butler and then you Demonic Embrace, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now you've got a 4-3 Flyer, right? So they've got to kill it. Mm-hmm. And if you're and if you have a uh, a storm collar in your graveyard or storm herald in your graveyard, you're gonna get that back. So you like yep. put them in a bind where it's like, well, you can't just get bashed for four over and over, but you also can't kill this thing because you know you're gonna take like 22. Yeah. So what do you do? Your move. So like for our pet, the uh, unofficial, historic deck from six months ago of the casual <laughs> tryhard podcast this guy goes right in oh yeah also you know the unofficial uh pioneer deck of some sort of zombie rally deck this guy also fits in nicely
1: yeah that deck's getting full
0: it, it is it is yeah. like it gets to it gets to only be two colors because you don't need to take your way anymore right because, right, like, hey, Undead Butler, Meyer, Triton, you do all the things. Great. All right. So, yeah. So, if you want to mill some fools and try to throw a bunch of pants on one guy all at once, here's here's the way to get there. So, next up.
4: Uh,
1: we're, <sighs> to
0: red, we're to red cards now.
1: Yeah. We have a red card that starts with an A, so we're going to talk about it first.
0: Uh, would you like to read this one? It hurts me.
1: Yeah it's a alchemist gambit one red red for a sorcery take an extra turn after this one during that turn damage can't be prevented at the beginning of that turn's end step you lose the game exile alchemist gambit cleave four blue blue red and it gets rid of the lose the turn clause or lose the game or lose the game clause
0: so um in a format that is already de- uh, dominated by a seven mana take an extra turn spell. Yeah. Our glorious overlords at Watsy were like, don't worry about it, it's fine. Let's make another one. Yep. And it's like, why? No one wants this.
1: Great. Somebody wanted it.
0: Someone. So it feels like when I first saw it, I put in Discord, I was like, welcome to like eight epiphany standard. It's probably six epiphany, probably four epiphanies and like two of this just to give you like maybe even only five, but just to give you that like extra like touch of consistency. Mm -hmm. And also like a lot of times those games came down to like you're tapped out and like slowly dying Uh, and they're like okay i can like make four birds and take two turns but i can't quite do the last bit of damage or i need to like play a gold span dragon and get an extra whack in to kill you yeah like this lets you gold span and then take an extra turn right right like you get to like six lands on the battlefield you can like epiphany get two birds Gold span, attack for three, uh, attack for six, then just play this for the three mana mode. Right. And get six more. Finish them off. Yeah. And, you know, God forbid people like get all kinds of crazy and are like, you know what we're going to do here? Play the overcharged amalgam, sack a bird, eat the lose the game trigger.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like.
1: I mean, that- it's the same amount of mana, though. Wouldn't you just like.
0: Well, if you, if you went like, um, like if you got the six lands and you went like dragon, get a treasure that gets you a dragon attack plus three mana. So then Mm -hmm. you can gambit, take a a turn immediately after. Yeah. And then, then you could, you know, attack for six again. You've dealt 12 damage. Your opponent hasn't been able to interact with you. And then yeah. you're like flashing overcharged amalgam, eat the trigger.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. So you know, but like if you it's had Okay no, ahead. Ahead. Like if you had two epiphanies, like Epiphany Epiphany, then drag in this and they're dead too. Right? Yeah. Like you're
1: Um, doesn't this also give us eight of this card in historic to play alongside getting into the trials?
0: Twelve, right?
1: Are we up to 12?
0: I think there's the red white one that your creatures yeah. get indestructible. Then there's like, is it uh, the one from Hour of Devastation where the guy's getting kicked into the pit?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And then this. So there are yeah. like 12 of these. So, like, you know, s- red white, like, stifle extra turns. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Tails End. Yeah. Like, Jeskai, Gideon, Tail's End. Uh, what's his name? Zan Syed just, like, uh Seth just made this deck, and then Seth Manfield tweeted it mm-hmm. Uh, out. Like, that same exact kind of thing with, like, oh, I okay. think Big Teferi, Little Teferi, and then, like, Tail's End and Gideon. So, yeah, like, we yeah. have 12 of this effect now. So, like, if Gideon... As don't lose the game for like three minute extra turns is good. Then, I mean, also, right, like once you get the Gideon down, like then you can Villimacus Mm-hmm. And just like keep chaining turns, three minute turns together. It's true. So, yeah, I mean, there might be something there. We also have Platinum Angel. Like that's we really do- big. It's really big.
1: Yeah. It's 7 mana, right?
0: Yeah. Alright. So yeah, I'm not thrilled about this, because it just feels like everyone was sick of playing against extra turn spells. Yeah. And then... Because, like, hasn't Epiphany been, like, the best thing to do for, like... Almost a year? Yeah. Right, like, so almost a year. Like, some version of, like, you just don't get to take turns... Has yep. been like floating around as one of the top like three or four decks in the format. Yep. Like that gets a little old after a while.
1: I'm sick of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and people point out like the problem is that the only way you can interact with Epiphany is to play blue cards, which then means you should also be playing Epiphany. Yeah. So the answer makes you play the problem. Right. Right. All right, next up. Hey hey, we talked about this guy. Yeah. So you want you want to do this one?
1: Uh, no, I'm gonna let you do this one because I think you're higher on it than I am.
0: Okay, ancestral anger. So red for a source target creature gains trample and gets plus X plus o until end of turn, where X is 1 plus the number of cards named ancestral graveyard uh, ancestral anger in your graveyard. And then the important part is draw a card. Mm-hmm. So like Is this
1: just like a storm like spell slinger card or like yeah, where, I think where so. are you? So like this?
0: like all of these like crash through uh type cards, like crash through and then what's the other one? There's like two of them that are like mm-hmm. that don't require a creature, you just cast it. Right? Yeah. They all find a home. Right, like mono red burgie like just needs like red draw card yeah right and so this fills that role and you know if you are you know some sort of like kiln fiend deck okay like just like kiln fiend and uh what is it festival crasher yeah and you're just like all right boom 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 go like draw a bunch of cards so i think it's just more of like a mono red like Storm kind of thing where you're like, birgy. I gotcha. yeah, it's not like. I didn't it's... know if
1: there was like a specific home where you were like, oh yeah, this this is gonna like make this archetype or no. whatever.
0: I mean, we're we're getting close to like the mythical like you know green red uh, infect. Like this card's getting there. Yeah. All right. It's not gonna take too long for them to print like one mana plus two plus O oh, trample first strike, for a red. <laughs> And then you're gonna be like, oh, now we've got it. Like now you can't even block my Glistener Elf.
1: Yeah. Are refresh my memory? Are the like crash throughs and whatever? Are they also sorceries or are they instants?
0: Uh, so there's the one that gives Trample, and the one that gives First Strike. They're both sorceries.
1: Okay. I didn't, a, I didn't know if sorcery was a downside or not no, compared to what else is out they're there. They're
0: all sorceries. Like I think they're just like, I think they're sorceries, so they're just not like red instant speed cantrips right so yeah. they're not just like bad opt or, the, or whatever what is it peak or whatever they're not just yeah. like a bad version of peak or you know opt so yeah i think the sorcery is just to like differentiate them from the uh what's it called from the blue versions okay all right next up so you can do this one this is this will be your all
1: right. this is cemetery gatekeeper Um, There's a whole cycle of these. We're going to talk about this one in particular. I think it's probably the best one not of all of them. And uh, then we're going to take a break from red and talk about the rest of them. And then we'll go back to red. So Cemetery Gatekeeper is one in a red for a 2-1 vampire with first strike. Uh, When Cemetery Gatekeeper enters the battlefield, exile a card from a graveyard. Whenever a player plays a land or casts a spell, if it shares a card type with the exiled card, Cemetery Gatekeeper deals two damage to that player. So this is kind of like the adversary cycle from the last set. Um, It actually feels very similar, right? Wasn't one of the criticisms we had of the adversary cycle was that they probably could have just been rares.
0: So I think we talked about it but um Maro... so after the double-sided card sets those all had like five extra mythics because they had the double-sided cards and then they announced that hey going forward we're gonna have five extra mythics mm-hmm. so for both the adversary cycle and the gatekeeper cycle it felt felt like the card file was done yeah and they were like, uh, you know, whoever Bob the Bean Counter at Hasbro was like, we need five more mythics because people spend, you know, this many more gems on arena when there are more mythics. Yeah. And so they were, they were just like, well, we can't rebuild the file. We'll take this cycle and we'll make it mythic. And this feels very similar. Yeah. So.
1: So. Like, this one in particular, though, I think is good. I think it's better than the rest of them. Um, First Strike is relevant, especially when you push back into older formats. Yeah. And this is kind of Red's way of taxing. Um, Like, White gets, you know, you pay extra mana. Red gets, well, if you do the thing, I'm just going to hit you. So this fills kind of a similar role to, like, Harsh Mentor Mm -hmm. or Eidolon of the Great Revel. Yeah. where you just make everything your opponent do hurt yes so so I don't know i think this card's pretty good
0: i mean it does it like it is the cheapest in terms of mana cost of the bunch which is helpful and
1: well, cut ca- oh from the gatekeepers you mean from the
0: gatekeepers yeah yeah um and then like you know uh there was a magic aids video where they re- where he replaced Eidolon with this. Like there's mm-hmm. an argument that like you could play this and Eidolon. Yeah. I don't know. Like if you're then cutting too much burn from the deck, but you know, you can uh you could do something like that where you're able to kind of punish them like two ways, like have two of that effect in the deck.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So the rest uh I forget who on Discord asked for us to talk about the rest of the the gatekeepers as a cycle. Um, this, uh, quote unquote cycle is just a, a cycle that basically involves, uh, cards that have the same word in the name and then nothing else about the miscohesive. It's great.
1: Well, no, they all, they all exile a card and then do something with that card.
0: Fair, fair. But like, I don't know, just like, hey, Cemetery Protector, two white, white, flash, three, four. It's like, okay, that's not like the one blue, blue, flying, two, three. Right. Right. It it just feels weird in that regard. So, Cemetery Protector, already read the the casting cost, three, four with flash, enters the battlefield, it exiles a card, and then whenever you play a land or cast a spell that shares a type with the exiled card, create a one, one human. Mm -hmm. Right. Um cemetery uh illuminator again one blue blue flying two three spirit and when it enters or attacks i don't know why the white one doesn't get the attack trigger but when it enters think, or it, well hmm? the
1: red one didn't get an attack trigger either yeah like
0: it just it, it just seems like random uh yeah. exile a card from a graveyard and then it lets you cast it lets you look at the top card of your library and once each turn, you can cast a spell from the top of your library that shares a type with the card exile with a card, exile with Cemetery Illuminator. Mm-hmm. So, right, let's say you're playing Spirits, and you tag a creature, right, and then you could like, you know, you know if you had a Rattle Chains, yeah, uh, right, you can play a creature on your turn, and then if the top card of your library is a creature again, you can flash one in on their turn. Yep. Right. And then we have have,
1: a cemetery desecrator for black, black for a four, four zombie with menace. And when cemetery desecrator enters a battlefield or dies. So this one's not on attack. It's when it dies um, exile, another card from a graveyard. And when you do choose one, either remove X counters from a permanent where X is the mana value of the exiled card or, Uh, target creature and opponent controls gets neg x neg x to end a turn where x is the mana value of the exiled card so it's kind of what was was a black gear hulk uh
0: noxious gear hulk
1: noxious it's kind of a noxious gear hulk Mm -hmm. um but it can tag two things instead of one one on the way in one on the way out
0: well it only on the way in oh okay yeah okay i guess okay i see yeah yeah so oh it's so it's all one thing okay the exile whatever card you exile then does okay okay i was like like no there you had two cards in exile if it's like when it dies how do you pick which one but it's the one exiles in that instance right right
1: yeah when you do choose one
0: okay yeah yeah i read that wrong and then the last guy what do you got for this one
1: it's a Cemetery Prowler, one green, green, three, four with Vigilance. And when it enters the battlefield or attacks, exile a card from a graveyard. Spells you cast cost one less to cast for each card type they share with cards, exiled with Cemetery Prowler.
0: So this one.
1: That's odd. Worded. Odded. Yeah, that's audited It's worded odd. Because it says for each card type. So, if you yeah. exile an artifact creature? Mm-hmm.
0: So, then, like, you get creatures... Your artifact creatures
1: would cost two less? Mm-hmm.
0: Strange. Um. Which is dangerous. Yeah. Right? What was that? Uh. So, after they got rid of iron Ironworks. Remember mm-hmm. that, like, bad imprint card that you would just input oh, an artifact on? Oh, yeah. What on? was that? I forget what it's called. Yeah. Right? This is kind of that. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, like, you could, like, sacrifice a Mishra's Bobble, play this, exile the Bobble. Now, all your one mana artifacts cost zero. Yeah. Right? Uh, Now, you can't, like, you can't get, like, two mana artifacts to zero unless they're artifact creatures. Right. But still, like, a bunch of, like, zero cost two mana artifact creatures is nothing to like scoff at mm-hmm. so like this could be with artifacts could be interesting could do something powerful but just like you know and like a regular dumb green deck right the next one of these you play if you get a creature it costs two right so i don't know i just don't like the fact that like two of them do a thing on attack for some reason
1: yeah Two of One. them are just ETB and then one's dies.
0: Yeah, it just it doesn't seem like they go together. Yeah. Like it's like it's mean, a they're all
1: also like relevant creature types for whatever color they're in.
0: They are. They are, but like you could have made Cemetery Desecrator, you know, a three mana. Like they could have all been three mana. Yeah. Right? And like had that cohesion and they could all have like the and like the enters or attacks trigger. Right, it wouldn't have been the, it wouldn't have been the end of the world if like cemetery protector like could get multiple types so like anytime uh you did the thing because right cemetery protector only pays you off when you right only uh, only pays you off when you cast a spell the red one hits both players yeah right so I don't know it just feels like they're like such a little a loose, disjointed yeah it feels like a very loose cycle. But no, I think yeah. that, like, Cemetery Illuminator is, like, fine, right? As, like, blue graveyard hate. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, the green one is, like, remember Death Gorge Scavenger? hmm Like, we were like, oh, that card will be good. Like, saw very little play. Saw a little bit. I wouldn't say zero, but didn't see a ton in it's standard. play. Not a ton, though um like I,
1: I don't know i played a bunch of it okay Maybe I'm wrong. i played it in my uh my golgari decks from that standard that we liked so much
0: we keep going back three years to <laughs> before the start of the podcast yeah remember when you could play a five drop i do <laughs> yeah that was pretty sweet uh <laughs> remember, remember when, when
1: that five drop didn't do anything when it entered the battlefield
0: yeah and i was angry because i was like this is not a standard playable card it was the only thing you could play
1: yeah, not yeah. saw play because it was the best five mana card.
0: Yes. <laughs> so
1: I just needed something to do on turn five, so I played this.
0: Yes, That's basically it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I think they're all fine, but they're also like the same kind of thing. They don't feel like they're mythics. They yep. just don't. They don't feel like they go together, and they don't feel like they should be this rarity.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, we had a common last set that was for five mana, made 2 two twos, and exiled two cards from a graveyard, and was a 3-4. Yeah. Like, that feels more <laughs> mythical. than Like, if those zombies were real zombies, as opposed so to decayed zombies, like, does that make it a mythic? Like, it feels pretty close to these. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we take a mana off of it, let's be real. They make it two black-black, and then it could be a mythic. <laughs> all right. Hey. This guy.
1: Hey, this guy.
0: This one's me. This is uh, your reminder that we have a strictly better, um, Blazing Volley. Yeah. So this is end the festivities. It's red for a sorcery. End the festivities deals one damage to each opponent and each creature and Planeswalker they control. So Blazing Volley's been seeing play in Legacy for a while. Right, it just picks off one toughness creatures, but doesn't deal damage to an opponent or Planeswalkers. hmm So this just has a little bit more, does the same thing, but more.
1: Is Blazing Volley an instant?
0: It's a sorcery. I looked.
1: It's a sorcery. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, like, your opponent, like, down ticks their Teferi, right? And you're like, cool, I'll pick off your young Pyromancer and your Teferi. Right. Or, or whatever, if those cards get played together anymore. I don't know right but you Dragathon or
1: yeah you i get, your monkey, or, yeah, I get your
0: monkey in your uh what's it called your stupid uh uh drag Race shandler
1: yep brazen right. borrower
0: yeah so any number of things so this just is that like you know much like i was like oh hey like you know naturalize is no longer playable when we have like the the one that uh also exiles a card from a graveyard it mm-hmm. does the same thing. Right? So this is just the, hey, this is better than that other card now.
1: Yep. This is right. a good way to kill off Athalia.
0: Yeah. I should have moved all of my copies when they were in Nickel. Now. <laughs> now nothing.
1: Never have the chance.
0: Never have the chance. Now it's done. All right. Next up.
1: This is a Kessig Flame Breather. One in a red for a 1-3 Human Shaman. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell... Ca-sig Flame Breather deals one damage to each, each opponent. So this is like Thermo Alchemist. It's just mm-hmm. another Thermo Alchemist. It's a little bit better than Thermo Alchemist because like this can attack and it has a power. And yeah. it triggers on all non-creature spells, not just instants or sorceries.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, but, the upside of Thermo Alchemist is like when you didn't have a spell, it still got to deal one.
1: Correct. Well, this but, I mean, attack. this gets
0: to attack, yeah. But yeah. hey, my uh, pay a red, do a meaningless thing, draw card. There you go. Likes, likes things like this.
1: Yeah. You said we got 12 of that card now? or 12 or yeah, 16. Yeah, 12 of that card.
0: 12 or 16. Because there's another one that, that targets. There's the one that gives first strike, the one that gives trample that are just sorceries. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought there was one that targeted, that gave a target creature trample draw card.
1: Like, how close is Historic to having a, like, Runaway Steamkin, Burgey, uh, it's a first day of class Chatterstorm deck?
0: I don't think Chatterstorm is in Historic.
1: I thought it was in the digital-only Jumpstart.
0: Maybe. Uh, but we have Grapeshot.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess you could just kill that way, too.
0: That car... I've seen that deck. That deck, uh... I know saffron olive played it like six months ago. Mm-hmm. Like we just we have just more of that now. Where uh, a meme kin is what it gets called. Okay. Where you just like you're steam you just steam can and then you just start drawing, like you just start playing all these like red cantrips, or you like burgie, and then like on turn four you just can cast a ton of cards. Yeah. And then grape shot. So yeah, like we that deck definitely exists so but yeah like your whole deck could almost like you could have 16 i think just like pay a red draw a card
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: which is all that deck wants to do
1: it's a lot of storm count
0: yeah it is it is that's, that's what it's about yep all right next up we have hey, a four metaphor hell dragon yep go ahead this is a
1: 2 red red for a 4-4 four four dragon, has flying, and whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create an XX red dragon illusion creature token with flying and haste, where X is the amount of mana spent to cast that spell. Exile that token at the beginning of the next end step. Um, when this card was spoiled, I heard a lot of people talking about it in the Epiphany decks um but i think this is just kind of win more in those decks right like they don't
0: yeah like why why do you need this
1: yeah i don't think you do right um like, and this card also like doesn't play well in the is it decks that are full of like counter spells because the t- the creatures only hang out till the end of the turn yeah so you're not going to like counter a spell and then like you know crash in with your dragon because it won't be there
0: yeah like i don't know like where this fits,
1: um, term- I mean, it would be like in a big red deck, I guess. But big red decks, well, it's non-creature spells, so this would trigger off of like, you know, whatever Planeswalker you were playing.
0: Yeah, the like the there's the three mana Chandra which we didn't even talk about, and right. then the the really bad red one from Afr. Yeah, I think that's like it. that's true. Uh like. It feels like the other four mana four four flying dragon at Mythic from the last set that like draws you cards. Yeah. Is probably better. Yeah, probably. So yeah.
1: I don't know. This just like feels- it does, it doesn't have haste, it doesn't do anything when it like enters a, like if you cast this on turn four, that's it. It doesn't it doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah, and like the whole format is built around dealing four damage to things. Right, right. like, there's, like, no way you untap with this thing if, like, your opponent has built their deck in any semblance of a reasonable way. Yeah. And, like, I'd seen people, like, comparing it to, uh, oh, gosh, uh, Shark Typhoon. Like, oh, my God, it's about better Shark Typhoon. It's like,
1: how? No. How? It's not even close.
0: It's like, it's worse if the Shark Typhoon is resolved and it's way worse when you have three mana. Right. Like, no. Like, I don't know where this goes. I don't know what kind of deck wants this. It just seems like it's just like a block of text that is kind of nonsensical with, like, what the formats are. Yeah. Now, I'm sure, like, maybe, again, maybe there's a commander thing for it or something. But I just don't see it in, like, 60-card construction formats. It doesn't make sense.
1: No. All right. No format that I can think of right now, at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now we have Reckless Impulse.
1: Yep, this is one in a red for a sorcery. Exile the top two cards of your library until the end of the until the end of your next turn. You may play those cards. So it's kind of um
0: light up the stage. Oh,
1: uh, light up the stage. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. But one mana more.
0: It's one mana more, so it's stuck at. Two at all times, yeah. right? Because light up the stage was yeah. three, and then would go down. To n- one. No,
1: you never, you never paid three for light up the stage.
0: I mean, there were some, be- there were some dark times, but for the most part, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it kind of does. Um, what is it called? It's kind of expressive iteration. Yeah. Right, like because expressive iteration is two mana draw two. Yeah. Right, and you have to burn one right now. Right. Right. This is two mana, draw two, and you get to burn one now, and then you have one for next turn. Right. So, like, even if, like, you hit two lands, right? If you go turn mm-hmm. three Reckless Impulse and you hit two lands, okay? You play yeah, a play card. one now
1: and one next turn.
0: Yeah, like, you just hit your next two land drops. Yeah. Right? And as long as, like, you've built your deck where you're not, like, full of like counter spells right like it almost doesn't matter what you hit right you're gonna play it like you're gonna effectively draw a card right so you either like you need things that are like you know proactive that you can just play and that have like low mana costs so you're like Mm -hmm. turn three if you hit like land in a one drop you're like okay fine land play my one drop there we go i drew two cards so yeah like this seems very playable
1: is it playable in a format where we have cathartic pyre?
0: Cathartic
1: pyre. From less set, two mana do three yeah. to a creature or discard two, draw three.
0: It's discard two, draw two. You're down a card. Okay. Um,
1: I like they kind of fit like the same slot, right? Like if you're <laughs> building a red deck or a deck with red in it.
0: I mean, like, Pyre is selection. Where Impulse is just cards. Right? So I think they do different things. In terms of, like, like Pyre, you're trying to get stuff in your graveyard. Right? Discard for value. Or just, like, try to get better cards than the ones you have in your hand. But you go down a card.
1: This right, but it's also like stapled to a removal spell, so you don't yeah. have to like have it in your deck.
0: Yeah, I mean, we skipped over a braid, which is just wild. But like, <laughs> like I think a braid we talked about a braid last week. Yeah, but I think a braid and cathartic pyre are more similar to each other than this and cathartic pyre. Okay. Right, they're like both three mana or two dam- two mana deal three to a creature, mm-hmm. with then. Upside. Yeah. Right. So, like, you know, this is more, I think this compares, like I said, to expressive iteration. Okay. Right. Like, do you, like, so this gives, like, a black red deck access to expressive, expressive iteration type effect. Mm-hmm. So, again, in our, like, you know, meme kin deck, right? Cool. Now I have a way to draw two cards. To hopefully yeah. keep drawing cards, so that's also another like use for this. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Like the cathartic Empire pyre comparison is interesting. Where if you just like, I just need to see the top two cards of my deck, right? Like I don't care. Like these cards I have don't matter. I just need the top two cards. Pyre's probably better. Yeah, but on turn three, I think this is better.
1: Right for the, yeah, the card. I, the I card just part meant of it. like if you're from a deck construction purpose, like n- not from yeah. you know, comparing face value, face value, if you're building a deck and you have like a certain number of slots for something, would you want the flexibility of pyre or would you want, you know, two cards from this? I mean, and I, I don't think... know. I don't know what the answer is, I guess.
0: Yeah, neither do I, but like, it's interesting that they like at two mana right now and like in back-to-back sets, we have, like, deal three, discard, and mm-hmm. draw, deal three, blow up an artifact, yeah. and then, like, two mana, uh, effectively draw two.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Like, that's a lot going on at the two mana slot mm-hmm. that are, well, different, like, they they do overlap a lot. Right? Like, yeah. could you... I could definitely see like, you know, if you're gonna, if you're like, I don't think there are any four abrade decks. I'm guessing there's like, oh, I'll play like if you like want to play a braid, it might be like, oh, I'll play like two abrades and two pyres or like three mm-hmm. and one. But like, you just don't go like ham on the whole four. But like this. So is I enough... just,
1: I just had kind of a wild thought if you want to go on a tangent for a quick second.
0: All right. Hit me.
1: Um. We had mentioned earlier when we were talking about zombies, how like twos and threes are getting clogged up and how like you're running out of room for whatever deck you're trying to build. And then we just mentioned now about like the two drop slot getting clogged up and we've talked about, um, like fire design, pushing, pushing the games faster in modern and like older formats and stuff. And like that comes through standard, I wonder if they're trying to speed the games up for Arena.
0: Oh. Maybe. Right? Like, Like, I wonder
1: if they're just trying to design games that don't last past, like, seven or eight turns anymore.
0: I mean, that might be Or make you
1: want to concede after turn seven or eight.
0: Yeah, like, oh, they resolved their seven mana thing? I guess I die. Yeah. Right? No, like, that could definitely be it. Like, even, um, they talk about on LR about the um the fact that like in modern limited sets if you don't do something on turn 2 you're behind. Yeah. Right? I mean, and think like there've definitely been limited formats where like I've just not drafted two drops. Right. Right, it just hasn't mattered. Right? And like all of these sets like if you don't have a 2 you're behind. Like the games are just faster. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I've made the trick before. What's the easiest thing to do to make, make a car more powerful, cut a man off of it. Right. Right. And so what that does is like you said, like now, instead of playing two mana, uh, you know, two twos, we're playing one mana, two ones all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. We've made one mana spell, one mana cards way better than they've yeah. ever been before. So like, so you're using your mana every turn and you're putting your opponent under pressure every turn. So then the games can't last a long time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because you used to get like two turns off. Right. And, like in limited. Now you don't. It's like, okay. Like they might go, you know, your your classic uh limited game of one, two, three, fourth are dead. Yeah. Right? And like I think more and more we're getting pushed to that. And it might be like, hey, like, we make zero money when they play the draft games. We make yeah. our money when they are when they get their three losses or their seven wins. Yep. Let's make the games go faster.
1: Get them back into the draft queues.
0: Get them back into the queue, right? Like, we don't make money after they buy the cards, right? But So we need them, like, to play more games so they get sick of their deck so they want to buy more cards <laughs> yeah. to play more games. But yeah, I don't know. It could very well be because, like, they just, like, there's, like, this glut of things that, like, three mana now that like i don't feel like it was always like that where you're just like wow there are like you know seven playable like zombie three drops yeah like, which one do i want like it used to be like yeah there are like two maybe three let me pick and choose or have a split now it's just like i don't i guess i can build four different types of zombies decks yeah which on one hand i guess is good like oh i can play all these different types of zombie decks but, on the other hand, like what happens is like, okay, which one's the best, and these other ones just don't get played, yeah, so uh, but... that was
1: an interesting thought that I, no, I I just had like on the fly here, so I mean, it, maybe I that's could something we could talk it. about some other time i don't there I don't want plug up this whole episode with it, but
0: yeah, no, it's it's an interesting thought next up thirty two dollars, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what is what what does thirty two dollars get us?
0: Uh, it gets us a Green Mythic, Cultivator Colossus for green, 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 for a plant beast. It has trample, and it has power and toughness equal to the number of lands you control.
1: So when it's it, probably at least a 6-6? Six, six.
0: Probably. When it enters the battlefield, you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped. If you do, draw a card and repeat this process. Whew. So basically you get to put any, like you just can, if you had this and the rest of your deck was lands, you would draw your entire deck Mm -hmm. before the trigger resolved. So this is very interesting, right? Like you just, the trigger stays on the stack until you stop putting lands into play.
1: Right. It's all part of the same trigger.
0: Yes. So it's not like, you know, like if you had a tireless tracker or something with landfall, Those landfall triggers would build up, but not resolve until you got done putting lands into play. Right. So in the pre-show last week, we had mentioned like, oh, abundance isn't on the reserve list. It's cheap. It's like 60 cents. They're all like $6 now. Yeah. Because you can uh, abundance, you can as a replacement effect, when you would draw a card, you can say land or non-land. So you can replace and then go just till you reveal a card that is a land. Or yeah, a it's
1: not a separate trigger. It's a replacement effect. So it, yeah. it interrupts like this trigger happening to change it.
0: Yeah, so it basically turns draw a card into take a land out of your deck, right. put it into your hand, and then Cultivator Colossus you put it in. So in Commander, if you abundance and then this, you get to put every land in your deck onto the battlefield. Whew which is pretty Seems powerful yeah um that's why this card is 32 like yeah. i don't so like we're in this weird space and we're just gonna come back to like alchemist gambit and epiphany right <laughs> like why am i gonna do this at seven mana when i can just not let my opponent take a turn and loot and like have all my mana back
1: yeah, I don't I don't think you're going to.
0: Yeah, so like this card doesn't feel like it just like m- lines up with the standard format.
1: Yeah. So Is um was natural order one of the banned cards in historic? Or one was. of the ones that didn't make it in? It was, yeah. yeah. Cause this Which, would be pretty neat to get with a natural order.
0: Yeah. I mean it's not better than Hoof. Well,
1: I mean it depends how many creatures you have in play i guess
0: fair yeah i mean they go in different decks they're doing different things yeah but yeah. or like to like cheat into play like it would be small yeah. but it like it like ramps you and draws you a card right like you know uh what a, like you like uh unmarked grave persist this guy yeah and then all the lands you put all your lands into play draw some cards like it, all, it Like, if you have, like, two or three lands in, in your hand, it's, like, almost a Grizzlebrand. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's That's just going to refill you and get you a bunch of... Uh, it doesn't even matter if they kill it in response to the trigger. Right. Because you're still going to draw cards and play lands until you run out of stuff. It's a neat card. Like, thankfully... Remember Uvenwald Hydra? That, yeah. like, didn't have Trample? It had Reach... Like right. it was just unplayable. It's like cool. You have a seven-seven block with a one-one, which is like, <laughs> great. Thanks. I'm glad I did all that work. Yeah, but this just feels. It feels way more powerful. But Urumald does...
1: Hydra lets you get like a specific land, though. It's a yeah, little bit of play. It did. There's a land tutor.
0: Yeah, it was a land tutor. Like this is just like you know you have to have lands. Yeah. So, but no, like, uh, I don't know. This card seems like it could just be like a commander staple. I yeah, I'm sure like it is. What commander people want to do.
1: Yep. This goes in your, in your green binder right next to, uh, the mana tripling guy.
0: Oh yeah. Nick's field, Nick's blue mansion. Yeah. Yes. With the exact same mana cost. Yep. All right glorious sunrise i had no idea what the art was but there i go i guess it's teferi and chandra and
1: uh whoever that is is that katilda
0: yeah i thought it might be katilda might be uh so glorious sunrise three green green for an enchantment the beginning of combat on your turn choose one creatures you control get plus one plus one and gain trample to end of turn target lane lane target land gains Tap, add green, green, green until end of turn. Draw a card if you control a creature with power 3 or greater. You gain 3 life. So, I put this on here because I know you said this wasn't the spec podcast. Okay. But I have no idea how much this costs. So if this costs, like, more than a quarter, don't do anything. Right. But this to me feels like a commander card so there is um oh gosh there's a three mana green enchantment that draws you a card on your upkeep if you have a creature with power um i think four or greater
1: from core 21 yeah garrick something or other yeah
0: uh there's a it's it's not garrick something or there's something else or something very similar right this kind of feels like the same kind of thing where And, like, that card was, like, a dollar as, like, an uncommon, mm-hmm. right? So, like, this, you get the card right away, right? Because you play it on your pre-combat main phase, and you get to draw your card right away. Mm-hmm. And it just lets you draw a card. So, like, I looked at it as, like, oh, okay, so I get to keep, you get to keep your hand full. And then you get a, a baby overrun yeah, for when, like, it's, it's clobbering time. And on some level, it costs three mana, right? Because if you play it on six, you play this, then your land that you have left over taps for three. So you get, like, yeah. three mana back. So, or four, I don't have you do the math. I mean, it also
1: puts you, like, right at Ugin mana.
0: Yeah. So, like, I just felt like, you know we said that commander drives the prices of things like this just seemed like everything like i'm playing a bunch of green creatures in commander once yeah maybe right it's like like when you need it to be ramp it ramps you when you need it to like kill your opponent it kills your opponent when you need it to like draw you cards it does that and if for some reason you need life it does that too so it just kind of gives yeah. you all that flexibility where <laughs> like those other cards were three mana, but they did one thing and you had to wait a whole turn cycle. Yeah. So, and then someone could rexage you and then you'd be sad, <laughs> but this, you at least get to get the play it before you get rexaged.
2: Yeah. Maybe so that
0: was all. That is my like, if it's a quarter, maybe buy a couple because it might not be a quarter.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? The, there's a, it's a, splendid reclamation. Yeah. Is reprinted in this set. It was mm-hmm. in uh, Eldritch Moon or Shadows Over Innistrad yeah. or whatever, and that card was completely worthless while it was in standard and now it, or before the reprint was, you know, five or six bucks.
0: Yeah. I had some because I was like, it's a combo card. No, no, there was no combinations with it. It did no. nothing. No. All right. Next step. I'll let you hit uh, Flute Boy here. Or Flute Girl.
1: <laughs> flute Boy. This is a Howl Pack Piper. Three and a green for a 2-2 human werewolf. This spell can't be countered. Uh, one and a green and tap it. You may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. If it's a wolf or a werewolf, untap Howl Pack Piper. Activate only as a sorcery. And it's Daybound. Um... The back side is Wild Song Howler. It's a 4 4 werewolf. When this creature enters the battlefield or transforms into Wild Song Howler, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them and put it in your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Um, so this is kind of Elvish Piper. Yes. On the front side. Um, and if you're putting in wolves or werewolves, you get to do it multiple times a turn. Which yes. is kind of sweet. It lets um, you cheat in um, Green Gravy Train.
0: Yeah, and then untap and do it and again. And then
1: untap, do it again.
0: Um, so something I don't like about the werewolves in this set, last set, if it had an ability on the front side of the card, yeah, it had the ability on the back side of the card. Right, right. So like you wouldn't get in the situation where like. Oh man, I really wish I could like put my uh, put a, use my the my tap ability on my Halpack piper, but it's flipped over. Yeah. Right. Now we don't have that. Like none of the werewolves keep their abilities on the back.
1: Yeah, like at least these kind of feed each other though, because the back they side do. will put something in your hand for when it flips back over.
0: Yeah, but like you know, it'd just be nice if like they kept that consistency. Like, hey, the one set. Yeah. The werewolves do the same thing on the front and the back. And then the very next set, is like, nah. Nah, we're good. Now, in fairness, putting the paragraph from the front of Halpac Piper (laughs) on the back of Halpac Piper would require you to have a magnifying glass to read the card.
1: Or no artwork.
0: Or no artwork. It has this paragraph, (laughs) and then it just says, ability to, see front. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, like, I don't know, like, Elvish Piper commander card, I don't know how much it is. Yeah, I don't know. But, right, like, I don't is know. That, if you're... Is that
1: on arena now? Is Elvish Piper on arena?
0: I have no idea.
1: Man, yeah, I'm not sure either.
0: Also, like, this lets you put the seven mana nerd into play.
1: It does. putting
0: lands into play. You don't untap your thing, but who cares?
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter at that point.
0: I am ahead on mana. All right. Next up. Hey, we got mulch. Mulch. Yep. So, Uh,
1: mulch is from original Innistrad or Dark Ascension or one of those sets.
0: Yeah, it Um, might even be earlier than that.
1: Oh, maybe that's what I remember it from. Might be from somewhere else. It's a one and a green for a sorcery. Reveal the top four cards of your library. Put all cards revealed this way into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Um, So it can be kind of card advantage, but you're only getting lands. It can also kind of be mill if you're looking to just put stuff in your yard. Um, This does kind of play well with Ren and Seven, where you can just, put a bunch of lands in your hand, and then dump them and play with Ren and Seven. Mm -hmm. It also plays well with Cultivator Colossus from a couple cards ago.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't Uh, don't know that you're going to have nine mana up and then still want to ramp, but...
0: Hey. You gotta gotta live your best life. Get them all. Hey, sometimes. Get them all. Oh, so, Mulch is originally from Stronghold.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Like, it's got the... The art is like the woman standing beside like the wheelbarrow with like a rake. I don't know, like I looked at the art and I was like, Oh yeah, this is iconic. I remember this. Yeah, like this yeah, is
1: I only remember it from last time we were or the first time we were in Anastrad.
0: Yeah, but mulch is just a good way to like fill your graveyard, hit land drops. Yep. It's kinda wild, like like you see mulch and you're like, Oh, Seder Wadefinder is totally busted. Like, you just forget. You're like, oh, yeah, that card's ridiculous. Yeah. It's mulch that gives me a body. Right. You know, more or less. It's like, great. But, yeah. So, if you're trying to, like, fill your yard, like, I don't know. If you want to, like, play one mana three threes, mm-hmm. here's a way to get stuff in your yard. Yep. All right. Next up. Oh, we, we
1: have next? Retrieve. Uh, Two and a green for a sorcery, and it's double regrowth. Uh, Return Mm -hmm. one creature card and one non-creature card, or permanent, from your graveyard to your hand. And then exile it.
0: So, like, usually the get one card version of this isn't good enough. Right. But maybe get two cards is good enough.
1: So when I look at this card, I compare it to... The one that we have from Zendikar, which is this on the front side and a land on the back side.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think I would rather have that almost every time.
0: Yes. Yeah, just because it hits a land drop. Yeah, these, yeah. like, in the fact that it's creature and non creature permanent, like, right. you, like, the creature should be usually pretty easy to get. But, like, what are the non-creature permanents you're putting in your graveyard that you're going to, like, want to get back? Like, you know, is there an artifact you're trying to sacrifice? Is there an enchantment that's going to get blown up? Is someone going to kill your planeswalker? Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't... Like, it's not clear, like, what non-target... Non-target. What target non-creature permanent you're going to have in your graveyard to get. I guess, like, a land... But like yeah, that's have, true. You can get a land. Thing things have gone uh, wrong if you're like getting back in evolving wilds. Right. So, yeah, these usually aren't good enough, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: I don't think so. Like I said, if I'm if I'm in standard right now and I want some sort of this effect in my deck, I'm gonna play the one from uh, Return to Zendikar, Zendikar Rising, or whatever. Yeah.
0: Return to Return to Zendikar.
1: Return to Return to Zendikar
0: yeah um uh this one's mine
1: yeah I don't know I don't know why you put this guy here, so
0: oh uh, uh, okay, so Brian take the wheel blood servitor three mana artifact creature construct it's a two two
1: the art's pretty sick.
0: art is pretty sick um when blood servitor enters the battlefield, create a blood token. he's just two artifacts. Mm-hmm. Think about the Brothers War. This coming. Oh, up. I forgot
1: that's coming up. They're
0: gonna be they're gonna be all about artifacts, and we've seen in Modern, and uh, that like just decks that like put pieces of cardboard, let them be real or tokeny cardboard onto the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Just matter. Okay. Right, like, you know if Urza ever got reasonable again, this is just two blue mana for your Urza. Yeah. Right. So like, I just looked at it more as this card in and of itself is not powerful. I'm under no illusions, but if making two artifacts matters, right, you know, or, you know, if, you know, for some reason, like the, affinity deck would want something like this We're like i just need two artifacts i just need to always make two artifacts now yeah. are there probably better ways like servo expedition or exhibition i always call it a exhibition uh right where it makes one in the white make two one one contra uh, servos yeah mm-hmm. that's probably better but in standard this might be the best way to make two artifacts yeah so that was my Could only be. thought was just like putting pieces of cardboard on the battlefield. That are artifacts.
1: For. Right. Yeah, I wasn't sure why you had this here. I was. Yeah. I was a little surprised.
0: <laughs> See, I'm, I'm I was I was pushing further. Like, not that you have to go quarter the market on this like god awful common, but yeah. you no, know, it makes
1: sense. Could be a role player.
0: Yeah. Right. Like there could be like you know a gear seeker serpent that's like standard playable, but you're just like yeah. I need to take two mana off of this thing so I can cast it on turn four. Mm -hmm. And, like, this does that for you. All right. This card is weird and creepy. This card
1: is super weird. All right. We got a Dollhouse of Horrors. It's a five-mana artifact. You can pay one and tap it to exile a creature card from your graveyard. And you create a token that's a copy of the exiled card, except that it's a Karnstruct. Kind and of. it gains haste till end of turn.
0: It's not a construct. Because it doesn't count artifacts. It counts constructs. Oh. So it that's doesn't weird. It doesn't they did it so it doesn't count the dollhouse. Okay. And so like you couldn't make like six blood tokens.
1: Oh, that makes sense. And then just
0: like like boom. Here's like yeah. a seven seven or whatever, right? So okay, that makes sense. It's always like you know, unless you have other constructs, it's always going to start out as kind of like a 1-1. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you could, like, pair this with creatures that have enter-the-battlefield abilities. Mm-hmm. Right? So, again, we go back to our, like, giant green guy that, like, lets us play lands. But by the time you're doing this, giant green guy is just, like, reasonable. Right. Right, like you, you could just cast him. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, like, what you're doing to, um. Like. Like, get ahead. Cemetery desecrator. Yeah.
1: That'd be a good thing for this to tag.
0: Yeah, because then it would like die on the way out and kill something. But yeah. like, it's six mana. Like, you could just cast Cemetery yeah. Desecrator. Right, as opposed yeah. to going through the work to put it in the graveyard. So, so, like, I wanted to do cool things. Like, I don't know. Like, I wanted to, like, put an Ulamog in the play and then let me, like, mill your library.
1: <laughs> My 1-1 one, one Ulamog milling you for 20?
0: Yeah. Get in there, buddy. Whee! and just eats your I library. I mean, against haste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just wee. Get in there. Yep. Right, like, but, like, it has to be, like, so big. Right? To like The dollhouse? No, the, like, thing you're getting back. Because of, like, how expensive, like, the first crack with the dollhouse is. Oh, yeah. Right, for you, like, getting something back that costs six mana, just play it. Right? right. Like, it's got to be seven, eight, nine, ten mana to, like, make the six mana that you put into the dollhouse worth it. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, that's what's awkward. Like, I don't think it could be cheaper. Just because, like, then it's just too good. Yeah. But I also think it's so, so expensive. Like, I don't know how it works. Like, though, I will say, I think you lose zero of the games you resolve this in Limited. Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh, you killed some stuff. Get it back. Go. <laughs> Get another one back. Like, this is the game now. Can you kill this guy? Because if not... We're going to have a bunch of these.
1: So this card is why a Braid exists in this format?
0: I think a Braid is here not for Dollhouse. but For Brothers for, War. I, or, I was going to say, a Zika's Chariot.
1: Oh, yeah, that too.
0: Right? Like, I was going through my head.
1: You think they were smart enough to know that a Zika's Chariot was going to be a problem?
0: I mean, aren't they developing the sex sets like six months out?
1: Uh, I think they're, like, a year out.
0: Are they still that far out? I thought they got, like, significantly closer. Oh, maybe. But, like, I don't know. Like, I could maybe see... If it's a year, then no. But, like, maybe they... You know, maybe it is for Brothers War. Maybe they're like, oh, man, we're gonna, like, print some ridiculous artifacts.
1: Yeah. Um. Maybe they're g- we're gonna get a, a Jite reprint in Kamigawa.
0: They're going to do some, like, knockoff, like, Umazawa's lightsaber or something that's going to just be, <laughs> like, like, it's going to kind of, it's going to have, like, three modes, but, like, none of them are going to be good. Yeah. Uh, right, kind of like, what was it, like, Umazawa's charm or whatever it was from the first Modern Horizons?
1: Yeah, it was just the three modes.
0: Just the three modes is, like, an instant, and it's like, yeah, no, we don't, we don't want this. Yeah, um, yeah I... Like I want like this card is cool. I just don't know what to do with it.
1: What about uh is it Drekuseth?
0: Oh, Where it comes big, in and you like
1: deal four, a bunch three, of damage 2 1 whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean that would be good. Yeah. Like that like the fact that it has haste is a big deal. You don't care that it's a 1 1. Right. Just bash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, something with, like, an attack trigger that's, like, naturally evasive. But mm-hmm. it's just that it's five. Like, it was four, and, like, the first activation was, like, Zombicide. Or not Zombicide. Zombify. Yeah. Like, that would be better. But the fact that it's, like, like, Zombify, but one mana more, and your thing's rinky-dink. Like, doesn't yeah. doesn't work. All right. Ooh. What's this one?
1: We have Eruth, Tormented Prophet. Uh, one blue-red for a 2-4 human wizard. If you would draw a card, exile the top two cards of your library. Instead, you may play those cards this turn. So it kind of doubles your draws. Yeah. But you got to use them right now. hmm
0: I mean, like, this into, like... Or like, steamkin into this into like untap with like one of the
1: like draw spells, you probably draw your whole deck. Yeah. Like That's- if you're gonna play it in that deck though, like, I don't I don't know that you're gonna have. You want to be close to mono red in that deck. I don't know that you you're do. gonna have.
0: Yeah. No. Like,
1: access to blue mana.
0: I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe again like maybe this card is just like I keep saying this but i feel like there's more and more cards that like are in this vein maybe this is just like the commander. like hey we don't have a like a commander that does this yeah uh and now i say that and there's definitely a card that we missed that we were like in our heads where, like, this is just a commander card and then in three months when we talk about how they keep printing commander cards that break formats uh Epiphany. Sorry, I had something wrong. But like this seems, this is a card that's like up to no good. Like you don't do this ability unless you're trying to like cast your entire deck. Right? Yeah,
1: I I mean it it makes it kind of trivial to get back like phoenixes or something, right?
0: Yeah, because you're just going to see so many cards, you're going to cast all your spells. I think someone in like our chat described it as kind of like maybe it wasn't art maybe it wasn't this card as like song of creation yeah right like if your deck is just all like draw a card right you just have to have have a way to like get the mana back but you can get through your whole deck pretty easily yeah so yeah
1: or if all your casting are zeros
0: yeah but like what like we don't have, like, like Mishra's bobble Draws on your opponent's turn.
1: No, 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 with Song.
0: Oh, yeah, with Song, is zeros. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think you want this and Song. Like, dear God, you just... Well, like At that point, you're like, yeah, you exile, like, eight cards.
2: Like, you're just yeah. gonna
0: get through your deck. Yeah. Like, uh, can I do this? Yes, I'll just exile eight. And I will find six things to cast here. Yeah, like, this seems like it's, again, one of those cards that it's just... like keep printing these blue-red, like, rare legends mm-hmm. that, like, don't feel like they have a home in any, like, in constructed or limited.
1: Yeah. They're right? just strange.
0: Yeah, they're just strange, which, like, you know, makes me think Commander.
1: Yeah. Could very well be.
0: Like, I would like this to be good, please. Like, this just seems like a neat card. And, like, the art's super cool. Yeah. See, this is why you need to uh, watch the show so you can <laughs> be up to date with our, our our art comments here. That's right. All right. All right. So what do
1: we got here?
0: We got Kaya Geist Hunter. One white black for a three loyalty planeswalker. So another three mana Kaya.
3: hmm
0: Right. Um... So, plus one, creatures you control gain death touch until end of turn. Put a plus one, plus one counter on up to one target creature token you control. Awkward that it only puts them on tokens.
1: Well, I mean, the whole card, like, wants you to play tokens. Mm -hmm. It's just a token Planeswalker.
0: Yes. Minus two until the end of turn. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, twice that many uh, tokens are created instead. Whew. Like I was like, oh, if you're like doing, uh, like the reason I put this on here is, if you're doing, uh, oh gosh, anointed procession, procession shenanigans, yeah. This is your, this is a one-off anointed procession.
1: Well, I think you could like in standard, you could totally play an absent tokens deck. Oh yeah. Where you just Kaya into chariot, make four tutus, okay. or Kaya tick up? You know, tick up, tick up, and then on turn five, Ren and seven, tick up, make two trees crew chariot, make two more trees.
0: Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah, no. I agree. Like, like, I mean need-
1: that that just ends a game.
0: Yes. I'll put twenty power on the board. Yeah. Um and then Sure, uh, the minus six, the minus six is a thing that is text. Uh, yeah,
1: and actually, you could tick up the turn Kaya comes down, mm-hmm. and then you could tick down twice. You tick down, yeah. make four two twos, and then tick down and make four five fives.
0: Yeah, and then just like win. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like this card to me is really just about the minus two. Yeah, I think so. Right, and like figuring out some way to, like you said, like maximize it. Like, how can I get the most out of this minus two? And it might yeah. be that it's plus one, and then I have two anointed processions on back to on turn uh, four and five, and make yeah. the most out of those two anointed processions. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was why I looked at this card. Was I was like, oh, anointed procession is really good.
1: And yeah. like no, I, I thought this card was sweet.
0: Yeah, part of Anointed Procession is fine. Yep. And then I don't know if I spread the minus six, which is exile all card all cards from all graveyards, then create a one one white spirit creature token with flying, for each card exiled this way. Um, Ooh, that's a
1: lot of spirits. It, it could is. be a lot of spirits.
0: It unfortunately does not play well with the other three Manikaya, which is eating your opponent's graveyard. Right. So. Like you don't get the uh, you don't get as many spirits from the minus six. Not that that matters, but it's just funny that like you do not. This is
1: also white and black. It is so you could play it with all the zombie token makers.
0: Uh yeah, or if you don't want to go into three colors, can I interest you in a Lolf?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good too.
0: Like plus, like you know, kill a creature on two, play Kaya plus it kill a creature on four
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh oh what's it called minus on your Lolf. i uh, play Lolf minus make four spiders yeah also it doesn't say creature tokens so like what if you kaya and then on turn four you minus and then you play uh like deadly Dis- uh deadly is it deadly dispute and sacrifice a Shambling uh, Ghoul and make Ooh, four make treasures. four treasures? Mm-hmm. Then you play your lol Yeah. Yeah. On the same turn. And then you make four spiders. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. So, like, you know, maybe Ren is the more powerful option because, you know, making giant trees is good. But, like, you could stay in black. Mm -hmm. and you know just have the uh um like the ability to like lulz and then like you know you blood on the snow bring back your kaya
1: yeah
0: right so yeah no there's definitely there's definitely something here i I, I think
1: the card's powerful
0: yeah sorry chandra we just skipped over you (laughs) all right how about this guy
1: we got a uh, Torren's fist of the angels, one green and white for a two two human cleric with training, and whenever you cast a creature spell, create a one one green and white human soldier creature token with training,
3: yeah, I guess I mean, it just
1: like makes an army that kind of gets big
3: Mhm
0: I mean, it's a three drop, so it kind of makes this play pattern hard, but like. Yeah. Each each soldier that you make, in theory, makes the next one bigger. Right? Yeah. Because they, you. They like, chain. Yeah, they chain together. Because, like, if you get to attack, you make the one bigger. And then the one you make for your next creature gets bigger. Yeah, like, I think it's. It's interesting. But, like, we've gotten this effect at two mana a lot. Mm hmm. Right? Remember. Oh, gosh. Uh. Well, like the weird Esper deck that had the like two mana when you play a multi-colored spell, make a one-one. Yeah, and then there was the uh,
1: the hero Hero Precinct one.
0: Yes, and there wasn't there a knight that when you played a knight, you got a one-one.
1: Yeah, I think so. I didn't see any play though.
0: Yeah, but like those were at two mana. Yeah. Right, like like slapping training on this, you know, makes it better. Yeah, but like I don't know if it's like that much better than just.
1: I don't. I don't think it. I think you hit the nail right on the head when you said that this effect has been at two mana in the past. I don't think that three mana is worth it. It doesn't. Think about what else you could be doing for three mana, and I think this is uh like nowhere near as powerful.
0: Yeah, I mean, in in white, like I'd almost rather like uh like Skyclave Apparition something. Yeah, or PV. PV. Or even our, uh, whatever, was it Welcoming Vampire or, like, whatever? Yeah. Like, I'd rather do, like, any of those for three mana than this. Yeah. Also, I agree. I, remember the now defunct format Tiny Leaders? And how, like, <laughs> we were all scraping the barrel for, like, garbage three mana legends? Yep. Right? They just are like, yo, you want a three mana legend? That like support some sort of weird deck here. You want a three mana? There's like, (laughs) like tiny leaders can come back now. We have so many three mana cards. Oh, don't
1: say that. We're gonna get tiny leaders on arena now.
0: Okay. Yeah, we they're they're gonna give
1: us sixty card tiny leaders.
0: We we could give you a pioneer, but instead, tiny commander. Let's go. That's right. Come on, come on. All right, except.
1: I think this is the last card.
0: I had not Uh, looked at this art. And it's giant and disturbing.
1: It's a brain with wings and tentacles.
0: Yeah, it's like a brain squid thing.
1: Yep. It's, it's a horror.
0: It 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 is. <laughs> the, the the creature type is accurate because those tentacles have like teeth on them. Yeah.
1: This is a wandering mind. One blue red for a two one with flying. And when it enters the battlefield, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them. Put it in your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. So it's uh, We had this card not that long ago, right? 2-1 Flyer draws a card.
0: Oh. Oh, gosh. Cloud seer Yes. For two and a uh, blue.
1: Yep. Um... This is kind of Cloud seer but it only gets you uh non creature non land cards, but you get to pick the best of your top six.
0: Yeah, it's kind of super Augur of Bolus.
1: Yeah, you're probably not gonna miss on six cards though.
0: Probably not. Probably not. It is probably not uh, And it flies. Like, yeah, it's probably not two one, put the top six cards of your library on the bottom of your deck. But yeah. uh but no, like that's kind of what it what it's similar to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, if you are like looking for a particular, I don't know, seven mana sorcery, <laughs> right? Like
1: One this, that maybe would might take you for an extra turn.
0: Yeah, maybe, or a three yeah. mana sorcery that could do the same thing.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Like this, like feels like it could go into a deck like that where you know, it's it's a speed bump against aggressive decks. Right. Mm-hmm. right, on some level, it's kind of fading hope. you're just like block, cool, I guess yeah. I got to save myself four damage this turn, all right, yeah. now I'm one turn closer to doing my big thing, right, and it like got you, and it found you the big thing you're trying to do,
1: or it found you, uh, what was that card from last set that's like four mana dig and then flashback dig,
0: oh. Arcane something, yeah, yeah, like red, red, blue. Like it was the top four.
1: No, 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 no. Mono blue. It's like two blue, blue.
0: Oh, 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 oh. The memory one.
1: Yeah, memory deluge. Yes, is that' what it is. Yes, memory deluge.
0: Yeah. Right, reporting pouring water into eyes through yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, the, yeah. It just like finds you that it's. You know, on some level, it's, like, like a, um, it's almost like a restricted dig-through time on a body. Mm-hmm. Right, six cards is a lot of
1: cards. It is a lot of cards.
0: Now, we've all cast Collected Company and just put all of those cards on the bottom of our deck. Yeah. So, you can't not miss, but, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to miss. Especially with, like, MDFCs like you could yeah. just increase the like spell count in your deck
1: the spell count yeah
0: and then you're just like awesome i guess i get to like hit you know 85% of the time
2: right
4: no
0: like this is again like i just worry like is this like is this the kind of card that like sees standard play now
1: um i don't know i don't think it's quite powerful enough for standard play
0: no i mean like, I'm sure you can, like, put together, like, a 12-spell limited deck. Yeah. And, like, this just always hits or comes close to it, and then the card is amazing.
1: Well, like, think about Coco. Like, w- what were the numbers on Coco? You need, like, You 30. could have f- the four collected companies and maybe four other spells. Yeah. That weren't creatures. So, like, you need, like I 30 mean, or the 32. math on this would have to be pretty similar.
3: Hmm.
0: so like you have four coco's maybe four other creatures and then just all instants and sorceries yeah. but i mean think about the like pre-board um god the the pre-board epiphany decks they have no creatures yeah right like this is kind of your draw spell right this is on like memory deluge lets you hit lands but this is kind of your, like a cheaper memory deluge.
1: Yeah. Well, right. I mean, if this comes down on turn three, though, this is competing for the same spot that you have iteration at.
0: Yeah. True. And, like, you're not going to get rid of iteration for the, like, yeah. iteration, no. hold up, fading hope. Yeah. Uh, But, like, I think that uh, we hit and talk about Thalia. But, like, I think part of Thalia's job is to hurt iteration could be right. Like you're on the play as the white aggressive deck, you play Thalia and you keep them off of their iteration on turn three.
2: Yeah.
0: And like that forces them to play cheaper, like lower cost removal. So now they're having to play like shock to deal with Mm your Thalia. So yeah, like this is a creepy, 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 creepy creepy card but is
1: disturbing artwork
0: yes very disturbing but it's interesting nonetheless Mm -hmm. like I mean you know we came up with like three ideas for it which Mm -hmm. is a good thing and with that we have come to the end of our set review hey we're like shorter compared to a lot of the other ones
1: (laughs) It, it wasn't a four hour episode but it was not we're
0: pushing three though yeah so if you're watching the show, we were both yawning. We're both old. Uh, yes. So, I'm ready for bed. Yes, so am I. So if you um, uh, like this and want to interact with us and get us on Twitter, you can find us at
1: Casual Tripod. Yep. You can also find us on Facebook at Casual Try Hard MTG. Uh, if you don't use social media and you want to interact with us, you can always send us a direct email, show at CasualTryHardMTG.com. I have gotten a lot more emails lately. So it's a good place to, you know, reach out, let us know what you're thinking. If you got any questions, any show ideas, if you want us to look at a deck, anything at all, hit us up. Um, If you're looking to pick up any of these cards, maybe spec on Brian's glorious sunrise there, uh, you can do so using our TCG player affiliate link, and we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Just follow or go to tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, use that to navigate to TCG Player. Anything you purchase after following that link, we'll get a little cut off to help keep the show going. Or you can support us a little bit more directly at patreon.com slash casual MTG. Patrons get early access to show notes. They get access to our pre-show. Uh, you get on, on my uh, my good list for sending out some some thank yous once in a while. Um, and it helps us out, helps keep the show going, pays for our equipment and hosting fees and all that sort of stuff. So hop on over to patreon.com slash casual MTG a couple bucks in the pot. We really appreciate it. Um, another way you can interact with us is on discord. There should be a link in the description. There's a link on all our social media, um, Follow that link, join our Discord, and join the conversation. We talk about all sorts of stuff in there, and we'd love to have you. Um, it's another great way to you know, post up any show ideas or things that you guys want to hear about, questions you want answered. Um, there's a whole section in there for debt critiques. Like if you've got a list that you want a little bit of help with, you can post it up in there, and we'll take a peek and maybe make some suggestions. So Discord's a pretty cool place to hang out. And then we have our YouTube channel. You can watch this episode on YouTube with our smiling faces, our slideshow. You can read the cards along with us. You can look at some of that super creepy artwork. Um, We will also have probably some draft videos going up at some point once the set releases. And maybe at some point, if I can get my hand on some sealed product, I'll do some box openings. But if I do, they're going to be late because there's uh, supply chain issues. Surprise, surprise. We're getting supply chained. yeah, I, uh, I won't have my hands on it this week. Um, maybe next week, we'll see what happens. I don't have anything else. I think we. I think that's a show.
0: I think we made it. So with right. that, we'll catch you on the internet.
1: Yeah, we'll catch you on the internet.